Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures DTF. I am one half of your host, Jordana, and with me is the other half, Sam. What's going on, Jordana? Oh, not much. Happy Thursday, my friend. Whoop, whoop. I know. Whoop, whoop. I mean, I'm not off tomorrow, but still, hey, it's like Thursday Eve to Friday, so can't go wrong. No, no. And I don't know about you. It's a fine day here. Probably our last good day we're going to have, so I'm, I'm happy. Super warm. Love the sunshine. Not looking forward to the snow, but... Fuck the snow. It's it's inevitable. So, and you think I would get used to it after the bajillion years that I've lived in the North Country. Yeah, same here. But no, I fucking hate it. And... I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it, it's just like it's shitty when you get up in the morning and it's dark and then you leave work and it's dark. It's like your life is dark. I just hate having like, I don't know. I'm always like, I plan to get somewhere like in all honesty, if I'm going somewhere, I'm either planning to get there at the exact minute or about five to 10 minutes after I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> so I hate having to like, you know, well, you got to fucking warm your car up and take out there and take the shit off and, and shovel it out and all. I'm like, it's, and, and I just hate living where it hurts to be outside and yes. it hurts to be outside. Probably like, three to four months a fucking year where I live. So <laughs> I, I feel that. And I totally get that. Like it, I hate going out and doing the car, the snow removal and turn I gas. It ain't fucking cheap. So nope. like we're warming our shit up for like 10 minutes, you know, before we have to go. Yeah. Or you're like dangerously driving through like a little hole this big and you're in your And I do it all the time. And I'm and there's like a half a foot of like snow on my roof and I'm just blowing it in the back to the, some other guy's windshield. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Fuck everybody on this road. Yeah. I, fuck like, you all. I just turn into like, so like, I, like, I don't care. Like I'm doing the bare minimum during the winter months. <laughs> I feel you. And I used to love to go outside and like do shit. And I'm just like, I ain't fucking going anywhere unless it's worth me leaving. Oh, and I, th I think that's just getting older because like I used to like go like I used to ski and snowboard and like yeah. I'm not like a person who's like I'm good at being athletic. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> uh, but I was actually yeah. pretty good at like skiing and snowboarding. But like and like people still invite me every now and then like my brother goes every year and he's like, hey, you want to come with me? And I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? Like <laughs> I got to go out there and sit on a, a <laughs> snow mountain. No. <laughs> Like I, my ass is gonna sit on the couch. Yes, exactly. I'll turn on the Yule log and act like I'm enjoying a crisp fire. Like no fucking thank you. Yeah, the closest I'm getting to that is watching like Ski School like uh, at two in the morning. Like if if you've never seen it, it's a great movie. It's terrible, yeah. but it's great. Like Out Cold. <laughs> it's it's like the original Out Cold, just more boobs. Uh, but it's pretty good. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I'm I'm glad that we finally get to because I know we did our watch along. We watched Driller Killer. Yep, we did our watch along. So this is our this is going to be as you dubbed it. I think you deserve credit. So you this even though they'll see it in the title. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought about it. It's like you know I I feel like we suffer it all the time. Like every year, it's a Halloween hangover. You know, because it's so exciting when it's like October. It's that time of year, like horror horror communities thrive in that and then we get hit with november then it's like it's like a hangover in like the saddest way because you just still want it to be spooky season agreed and also like i feel like for a horror 
fan like ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. uh, in particular, it, it just becomes there's so much that you are either watching for the first time you're rewatching. Cause it's a classic. You just become like overloaded, like with like as content creators, like, like there's just not enough time to talk about everything that we do in that month, you know? Absolutely. And yes, and you're right. And I feel like that's the time to thrive, but then there's so much that it's like, you feel overwhelmed and you also want to enjoy it in the same token. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, agreed. And then, you know, typically there's not much of a refractory period, uh, which I only know that in the sense of coming. So I don't know if I use that word correct, but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> but there isn't much of a uh, refractory period um, between uh, um, October, uh, Halloween, spooky month yep. for horror movie fans, because there's a lot of Christmas themed horror almost every year. There's new ones or classic ones. And then this year we also got a big old helping of Turkey. Uh, thanks. Thanks to Mr. Eli Roth. So there's, it, it's not like they're, they're just, it's a lot of stuff going on in, a, in our circle of things. We, we kind of pay attention to. Absolutely. And I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to like hop right into Christmas horror because I feel like that's such a, that's such a, that's a leap. Like I want to still savor what's left of October. Like, you know, get that, that sauce still. And like you said, though, we were lucky enough to get a Thanksgiving slasher. Yeah. I think, I mean, cause it, especially a big budget one um, yes. that's in theaters, like, cause there are other Thanksgiving horror movies. Um, but like, I truthfully, like, okay, I love thanks killing, but like, let's be real. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the type of movies that we love, and like, Polter, Polter, oh, Poultry Geist, poultry, yeah, yes. And like, what else is like a good Thanksgiving? The, so, I'm like, the only other ones I can really think of are like ones that just they, that just kind of take place around it, but it's not themed Thanksgiving. Like, uh, your next takes place at Thanksgiving. We got a soundtrack. Uh, uh, it's apparently my TikTok. How do I stop it? Jordana, you are the TikTok associate of this podcast. I don't, I've made two in my life. I can't get out of it, but I was in it and I shut it off. I was just looking for, because there are Thanksgiving, I've looked it up. There are Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, but I feel like they all like mostly just take place a sort of around the holiday but are not themed by the holiday unless i'm wrong like no, like that your next right. your next is that's what gets them in the house yeah the, the other one which i reviewed on my my short-lived podcast before you and i partnered up which jesus it was the worst movie we that uh, we did like i we, we actually I, i'm sorry we were we hated the movie so much that we we did not release the episode. It was um, really yes, it was Blood Rage. Um, have you ever seen Blood Rage? No, but I've heard of it, and I'm seeing if it's on this list. It's like got five different names because they've re-released it like seven times, like five to seven times, like under different names. But Blood Rage is the most popular name. I think it was also called like Camp Murder or some fucking dumb name. <laughs> Like, oh my god! Blood rage. Let me look this up because I got to. I got to see this. Yeah, it, it's like most famous. Again, it just happens to take place at Thanksgiving. The only thing that you would even know, the reason it has any ties to it is like the most famous, famous line from this piece of shit movie is that like he has like blood on him at some point, and people keep going like, you know, 
that's not cranberry sauce. There's something about, I can't even remember what the line is, but like there's a, everyone seems to like see this man covered in blood and they have to be like, that's cranberry sauce. And you're like, fuck you. Oh my fucking, is it like an 87 movie? It's from the eighties. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I have, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It looks, the thing is it looks promising as like the cover. Cause it looks like a really good eighties yeah. movie. And then now with your seal of, disapproval of a campy movie fuck it maybe people will like it i mean i i'm seeing people like post about it and i think again like right now i'm seeing people like do like their little like cosplays and stuff with it i just saw one with a a girl who did it with like a bowl of cranberry sauce totally cool i'm glad you guys have fun with it um and maybe it's just me. Like, I love campy slasher 80s. That's like my jam. But like, yeah. I remember when I watched that with Brett and I was like, literally, we did the episode and we were just like, like, what do we say? Like, this isn't fun. This isn't like, it's it's not a fun, bad movie. It's not like, like it, there just wasn't enough meat on the bone. And I hated it. <laughs> well, then we definitely don't need to discuss that one. But there's like, on this list, there's Pilgrim. And Never. it looks... It's 2019, excuse me. It looks Jesus. Wow. I know. And then there's Black Friday. They classify that as a Thanksgiving movie because. Yeah, that that I because that's all lumped into that weekend. I think that's fair. Yep. And then there's like Derelicts 2017. That looks like an 80s cover. Um, They also have Planet Terror on here. Um, Planet Terror. Yeah. The Oath and Buzz Buzzard Hollow Beef. Oh, so that one sounds awesome. I it's just, it's literally terror? Just yeah, they have I don't that on it's been a while since I've seen it. I oh, you know why it's on there? It's because because uh, the Thanksgiving trailer is on there. That's why it's on there. I'm like, no. there's I'm like neither one of those movies took place at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know, and I was trying to like I'm racking my brain. I'm like, what connection does it have? Yeah, except for the fucking yeah. grindhouse trailer that is now 16 years later an actual movie which i'm going to see it with the fam wednesday the night before thanksgiving oh i see i so cannot wait because i i oh tell me how it is i'm i hope to go see it uh i uh because fuck, you guys can probably ascertain where i work by based on this fucking statement but this is a really busy time of year for me so i may not make it to the theaters for it but yeah. i definitely want to see it because that was by far my favorite trailer from the grindhouse movie and i've been wanting this fucking movie for 16 years seriously and then i watched a little clip of eli roth talking about it that just made it even more like appealing you know from us wanting it for so long and to and him talking about like being a kid and having that lull in between October and December for horror movies. And he wanted to do like a fun slasher, like scream with humor. And he wanted the, the deaths to not be so over the top and serious. So like him saying all that, I'm like, this is going to be fucking gold. Like I, I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I wonder if it's going to, because obviously the trailer didn't give you anything hardly. Um, I wonder if they are going to incorporate scenes from the trailer into the movie, um, or if they are just like, we're just doing a Thanksgiving theme. I'm good either way, but like, I kind of do want the scene in the trailer, the original trailer. Let me, I have actually not watched the full trailer cause I don't want to, um, but I'm, 
good good call i figured 16 year old trailer we can talk about that one yeah. I, the 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 scene with the the cheerleader and the knife through the uh the, the the trampoline where she's like bouncing up and down and it looks like her hoo-ha or her butthole is about to land on the knife i'm like oh that looks fucking great <laughs> i hope that we get something like that but he said yeah. that i don't know if it scares me or if it makes me excited but because i feel like with the success of Terrifier 2, people want this like gore level. You know what I mean? And I'm and I'm okay with that when it comes to Terrifier 2, but I'm okay also with like the not so super intense deaths. Like I want a death where it's something like that where it's left to the imagination. And yes, maybe we see it, but we're just like, you know, yes. And he said that he screened a killing and he wanted the reaction of people like, you know, woo, and super excited. And he said, no one reacted. It was super like serious. He's like, we have to cut that and we have to make it like enjoyable. We have to bring that, that element to it. So yeah. Like I get you. Like, like he, he had to retune it to fit whatever. Cause obviously we don't know what the whole tone really is yet, but exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I trust Eli. I like pretty much everything he's ever made even some of his more questionable ones i've always enjoyed i really wish he had gotten to make the meg because that was yeah. his like dream movie because he's a big shark activist but we're not talking about sharks right now but that would have been an awesome connection to have him do it well let's i i'm gonna go a little out of order the way we're planning but you brought up terrifier 2 do we want to talk a little bit about terrifier 3 news also linking in with christmas and the supposed controversy that's going on right now um you don't have to ask yeah. me ever if i want to talk about anything <laughs> fire related because you know i'm gonna say fuck yes i do <laughs> so, so terrifier three obviously coming out we've already addressed it uh i love that we called it about a night we didn't call it we 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 pitched in our live we're like man wouldn't it be great if they did a fucking christmas one and boom here it is and yes. about one third of the fan base is shitting their pants over it whatever I know, and then uh, everyone else is like up in arms already. I'm yeah, like, you yeah. haven't even, you have, you've seen a literal two second, two minute clip. How are you going to just like immediately dismiss this movie after like, I, the 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 people who are dismissing it? I just feel like, but like, be honest with yourselves. Like, mm -hmm. I've heard, I've seen people, and again. All for everyone's opinions, uh, fine. But like, I've seen people be like, well, it's messing with the lore. I'm like, fuck your lore. There is no lore to these movies. There's about, like I said, the last movie, it, it asked more questions than it answered. And by answered, it answered zero fucking questions. So there is no lore. So I'm sorry that, oh, they've changed what you have made the lore up in your mind to be. There exactly. are no, there is no lore. There was a magic sword introduced in the last seven minutes. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's what drives me nuts. Because I feel like there's never like any pleasing anyone because, and I, but like, you know, People are shitting on All Hallows Eve. People shit on the first one. People shit on the second one. It's like, can't you just like accept Spoiler it? alert for later in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you guys just like, just let things be? Like, maybe there isn't supposed to be a, a specific thing with this. Maybe it's just, it was meant to be like, hey, this really doesn't have a fucking premise because I'm putting all my eggs in one basket with art as a villain so here's this and maybe i don't want to have a final girl in this one maybe i just want to kill her like two-thirds into the movie and then i'm gonna give you a fucking huge 
like lump of like characters, storylines, questions, like you said. And now we're going fucking Christmas. Like, come on. Like, I, 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 here's the thing. I can understand where the, where the like, um, uh, anger maybe comes from when people saw that. Cause I get it. The second yeah. movie made me a fan. I have not been a fan of Terrifier 1. We'll get to my thoughts on All Hallows Eve that I watched for the very first time later. Um, uh, but I love Terrifier 2. It doesn't answer any questions, though. I mean, no. if if you really look at the movie, it is it's a it's a much more structured story. But it yeah. asked all these questions, or, or it asked even more questions. And I think that there's a certain fan base that is somewhat justifiable in saying they thought the next movie was going to be answers to those questions right well i'm getting the impression from the director that he may not know the answer to these questions so he's just kind of he's we're getting what we get and you you should just maybe just wait till you see it and and hope to god maybe there's an answer in there and if not just strap in and hope hopefully you enjoy a ride on santa's fucking sleigh <laughs> exactly and that's like that's the other thing too is like i'm not discriminatory when it comes to christmas horror like there's dead uh like so many movies in the christmas setting that aren't really like that make the most sense but they're fun to watch because of the aesthetic of it like i think just already picturing art's craziness with like christmas colors and snow and like the red i'm super pumped just for the visuals and i don't even know what's gonna happen but like I am over the moon excited for even when we saw the Terrifier 3 come up, it reminded me of Black Christmas. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, cool. You know what I mean? Like I'm just I, I'm 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 in the position where just let me give me what you're giving. I let, I, I also suspect uh, think of it this way. I mean, Terrifier is also in a large way also like a super fucked up comedy and yes. like like you're going to give, I mean, this setting is going to give art a whole new set of weird fucked up tools to do darkly soup. I mean, remember the mashed potato fucking scene in two. Now he's got, he's got cranberries and ham and stockings and reindeers. And who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if he literally murdered actual Santa Claus in the movie. So like, give me that and decorate the tree. Cause I heard, I heard rumors already. I want like, a head on the top of the tree. I want body parts in the tree decorated. I want, I just want it. Like I am, if you couldn't tell, I'm really excited for this movie. So I think we both are. I actually thought, thought it was coming out this year. I did read too, that he's. Oh, Oh, did I, did I, am I good now? Did you're I good now. You're back. You're back. I, uh, I read that he is taking away the fantasy element. He's, I mean, he's not going to, yeah, he's not going to focus so much on the fantasy realm. So maybe he took the criticism of everyone being like, what the fuck was a sword? And maybe he's going to just kind of like, well, I write it off. I mean, I, I get, it. I'm not going to, at this point, I'm just in for the ride. Uh, I don't, like I, I have now believe, I believe I've watched now every Damien Leone movie like to <laughs> and i will just say that I, I i don't quite know if he structurally knows what's how to connect certain things together but whatever um i 
uh, like fantasy elements. I mean, there's been, what do you consider a fantasy element? Just, I mean, the magic sword, the clown cafe, the dream Freddy Krueger powers that he had all of a sudden. I mean that, cause he, you know, he also yeah. like, you know, fucking died in the first one or terrifier one. And then like got up off the table. So like, we know he's an unkillable thing. And then they also, and then they also fucking, you know, that lady uh, farted him out of her, uh, her baby maker. Queefed him out. (laughs) Queefed him out of the baby maker. (laughs) So like, I'm just like, where are we drawing the line and what's, cause I kind of want to know what the fucking sword is about, but I don't know if I'm ever going to get that answer. (laughs) I don't know if you will either, but arguably I'll just say this, like, it's not too far off from like horror villains that we've seen in the past because Jason like he's superhuman but and we have no idea really what has caused him to have that ability to be superhuman and like somewhat with Michael I mean a lot of the horror characters are so under I, I get that part but you're right like what was the purpose of giving us two hours and 25 minutes with a sword so we're like well what the fuck does this mean and then not so but you know, again, just reading that, I don't know if that meant like he's taking away from like explaining the sword or what aspect that he's not going to focus on. So I don't know. Yeah, we know that it is going to be Sienna again. So we at least know that that dynamic is going to be still good and evil. Like that's still going to be explored. So there is potential that we do get answers to some of these questions. I just want to know the connecting dots between them. I want to know like what the family dynamic is, the little pale girl. Like those are like my, if I had to like list what I want answered, it would be the 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 family connection, like the dad. I want all that explained. I want the little pale girl explained. I'd like to know that, and I I wouldn't mind Art's origin story, but at this point, if it, if it's just him killing people and it's a wild ride and it's visually just like appealing and fun, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll be fine with it either way. I think I I don't know. I just I, so I think this is really. Again, I think the biggest flaw of two mm-hmm. is that any movie, whether it's a good take the Freddy movies as an example, yeah. each one of those movies has a beginning, middle, and end. By the end of the movie, all of the answers are that you need are in that fucking hour and a half. And maybe at the end they sprinkle a little bit to get you into the next one. Yes. Two did Two and a half fucking hours never answered a single question. So I think there's some people who are like, they feel like they, they deserve to get the answers. And it's like, if you would answer them in the second, I think if you would answer those movies or those questions in the second movie, made that a self-contained story, I think everybody would be on board for Santa fucking art, but you know, but I just feel like there's going to be haters no matter what. And there's people that are just going to be totally not wanting it because it's not the Halloween and it's, it's, it's different, but Sometimes different isn't bad, you know, right. and, and it could, or it could be the worst one out of all that's, of them. So, that's, we all need to brace ourselves for that possibility. <laughs> but you know what, too? I'm, it's okay, because if we had Terrifier 2 just to propel and just to give us that, I'm happy with that, too. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, for me, 2023 has been such a, like, weird year for horror because nothing has really, like, done it for me quite like terrifier 2 or the movies in 2022 that were on my list i don't and we'll get into that but i don't really feel like that i think i agree 
I think it was a better year for horror last year, I think. But yes, I, yeah, I, you know, it's hard to always go back, though. Now, speaking of Terrifier, let's keep it going here. What about the supposed... This is the actual controversy I was referring to. Now, granted, some of the fans are self-immolating themselves over fucking uh, art being in the sand outfit. But uh, <laughs> I'm referring to two bits of information, one of which has already been debunked. So I just want to go over like, OK, first, let's just knock this one out. Did you see the one that like that went viral uh, because they uh, uh, fucking some stupid clickbaity bullshit fucking website said, uh, oh, uh you know, uh, a, a scene in Terrifier 3 uh, is causing outrage, blah, 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 blah. And then it was one fucking person on Twitter who hasn't seen the movie yet is a high schooler tweeted yeah. that if you think that that kind of shit is good, basically, like, unfollow me. And then this clickbaity bullshit fucking company, whatever their fucking name was, I don't want to give them anything ran with it and then everybody was going oh there's all this uprage about terrifier there was one fucking little sad nerd uh tweeting about it <laughs> that and that like annoyed me because you know what like cool if that's not your cup of tea awesome but like i don't think a that you have like that many followers if you're being such an asshole first yeah. off uh secondly like who if you don't like it cool like that's Don't tell me I'm a bad person because I do like it. That's my that's my problem because it goes right back. And I love how we always have our touching points in our show because I always feel like we bring up Terrifier and Halloween <laughs> ends. But like, I didn't like Halloween ends. And then so these people are telling me, you don't understand it. You're not a real Halloween fan. You can go fuck yourself mm -hmm. with a fucking rusty dildo and not have a tetanus shot because fuck you. I am a Halloween fan and I it was garbage. That's my opinion. I'm allowed to have it. I think it's the more popular opinion as well, but yes, <laughs> I know. I love that. I love that wave of like the people that just wanted to like appease everyone. They're like, Oh, I really enjoyed it. And now people are like, Oh, that was actual dog shit. Like that yeah. was not good. That's but, pretty bad. You know what I'm exactly like we're allowed to, we're allowed to have our own opinions, but don't project and say other people are bad if they don't follow what you follow. A hundred percent. That's just, so I, I just want to go, if you saw that tweet or that article going around um, for anyone listening, um, if, if you didn't look further into it, it's complete bullshit. I mean, they got what they wanted. They got people to click and talk about it, but it's, they yeah. literally based the entire article off of one person's tweet who is not like a film critic. It's one random person on Twitter who was just like, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't like it. And if you like it, don't like me. And I was like, done <laughs> i don't like you i don't even know who the fuck you are <laughs> now the other thing yeah. uh what do you think about the supposed report that terrifier 3 has lost some of its funding from uh the big companies who are going to help distribute it supposedly over the content of the movie because i have thoughts i think that that's like i think it's i think it reflects poorly on them because i think they're going to miss out because i think no matter where this movie is quality wise there's going to be a mass amount of people going to see this movie so if you don't want to fund it too bad because damien leone is going to fund it himself and he's or leone excuse me damien leone <laughs> is going to fund it and he's going to be he's going to make money again like he did last time and i will say this too if people are flipping out about the supposed kid getting killed in the beginning scene because that's what like they're thinking is that the opening is going to be like this kid getting murdered 
Freddy Krueger, two words, Freddy Krueger. Like he's a fucking pedophile that kills kids. Teenagers. Yeah. Like we've seen children getting murdered in movies before. We've seen horror movies with when with kids getting killed. It's not like it's a new fucking thing. Like, I don't know. The I boogie, it's literally the base, the boogeyman. Like, come on. Come on. Like why is it fun. why is it okay okay and i have a thought real quick but uh, that i, I have a, a, a an outside the box thought but why is it okay if this is true which i don't think yeah. it is personally yeah. i think this is all marketing to get people more excited um me too but <laughs> um i uh if this is true then why is why is terrifier punished for doing it yet when that and it was fine, whatever it was called, Ghost Phone or whatever the fuck the Stephen King one was, or Stephen King's son's movie. I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> With Ethan Hawke and the Ghost Phone, I don't, where he murders kids. And that was like one of, on people's list, their favorite of the year. And he literally is killing children. The whole movie is him killing children. His That's victim right. list is literally exclusively children. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Nope. Oh, God. Alexa's talking now. She's listening to our conversation. She's like, all this shit. But not like I You wanted to order Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Done. Alexa, order Five Nights at Freddy's on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> no. But like, no, you're you make such a good point. And I didn't even think of Black Phone. But and also if they're like afraid it's gonna be done in like a gory way. I mean, Black Christmas 2006, there's incest of like a small child. Uh, and that's like, some people love that remake. There's all. You love that remake. I do. You are some people. <laughs> I love that. And, but listen, here's my thing. You could have cut out the whole rocking chair scene where it's like that awkward in between like him and his mom. But mm -hmm. like you could have implied it and added that like gross, that gross grittiness to it. And I, I would have been fine with it. Not, oh, yeah. not that I'm like, but this shit happens. Like, I don't want to think about it, but this shit happens in real life. So, like, it's entertainment value. I don't know. I don't know. Now, well, I, I think all of that is is fair point. But, I, okay, so here's what I think. Yes. This is all bullshit. This is marketing. They didn't oh. lose any funding. They didn't. The marketing people. Come on. You saw the the. Maybe they didn't see the first one, but they definitely saw the second one after it made $10 million. Somebody yeah. paid attention, saw the fucking movie and said, oh, well, we can get in on this and make this even bigger. So don't tell like as if they were like shocked that it was going to be a violent. And plus, it's they also get away with having their cake and eating it, too, because it's not like Terrifier ever gets commercials. Terrifier 2 didn't have, like, I mean, granted, there Anything. was a trailer, but it's not like you could go to the theater. You didn't go to a theater and you saw a trailer for Terrifier before you saw the Rock movie, you know? Or like, like a Marvel movie or like a, yes, exactly. It's not like you're seeing any of, and you probably won't, as much as Terrifier is big now, you probably won't see that happening. You'll probably just see like the, organic homemade like whatever damien put, puts out yeah. and that's going to be the only thing circulating and you'll see stuff on in on the internet that is targeted at you i don't believe that you're going to because of how extreme the movie is probably going to be they're not going to target this movie at a wide audience they're going to cast their net over the people that they know and no. probably you know if they know the last one made 10 million dollars well let's see if we can make this one make 20 you know like that i don't think they think they're going to break like avatar's fucking record like 
<laughs> exactly. I mean, and and let like let's be honest too. Like, I don't know. It's just like I like you said. I think it's a whole marketing thing. Which whatever. I don't think that it, they need to even do that because with the success of two, like people who didn't even care about it before that now love it. Now it's it's just I don't know. I try to avoid all that that bullshit and not look too far into it because if it's true, they're lost. If it's false, it's working. It's it's a it's a tactic that's been used for years. I mean, decades. Like I just remember I can't remember how many times I've heard like people were throwing up in the theater about like act, and I can't even remember what movies they were, but like you always hear about that. Like, oh the the people were so offended they left the theater. And it's like, really? Because I don't remember that happening. And like I even remember hearing like like I recently was watching this thing about um maximum overdrive. Um, you know, the Stephen King movie with the trucks and it's it's yeah. fun, but it's dumb and relatively harmless. Yeah. But they had a quote that said like 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 George Romero like put it out there, who was by the way, good buddies with Stephen King. So I wonder why he said this, but like was yeah. like, Oh, I, I I actually got sick to my stomach when watching the original cut of that movie. I fucking ass you did but all the horror movies all the horror nerds in the 80s were probably like "Ooh, it's gonna be super violent and then they went there and like the most violent thing is like a soda can like crushing a guy's head or hitting that him in the crotch not violent <laughs> at all it was ridiculous i just watched that not too long ago it's awesome as, though <laughs> as a first yeah and I, I said that to greg i'm like this is awesome but it's not scary no by any means but like and the other thing that pisses me off too is these people that are like just targeting terrifier as extreme gore. It's like, have you seen the sadness that was like a huge shutter fucking hit that was based off of sexual assault? Like when you get when you get this infection, you sexually assault people to the point of you fuck someone's eyeball out. Oh that's well, okay. I didn't see that, but uh I thought uh, you did. I've not seen the sadness, no. Just, I just spoiled that and I'm I, sorry. Yep. Jordana, first of all, don't have to worry about that. Uh, second of all, the movie's movie show. I don't even know what it is. It's a movie or a show. I don't, I thought it was a show, but whatever. It's a movie, but like, it's been out on. for like two years. Like it's fine. But like, just, but th this is the shit that just irks me. Then you have, you have, so you have the sadness you have. Oh my God. Where was, uh, speak no evil. That's getting a remake already. Mm. Like a, a mainstream remake. And that's about fucking killing kids. Like, Leave this shit alone. Like, if it's not your 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 cup of tea, then just don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about the plot. Let everyone else enjoy it. Like, stop stop making it something that it's not. Because, like, yeah, Terrifier Two was was gory, but was it the most extreme thing I've ever seen? No. Was it the most like controversial? No. I mean, there's a Serbian film. People really want to get fucking crazy. Oh, like, the guy fucks his kid and killed. Like, come on, like. I'm going to have to bleep so much shit from this fucking episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. So much shit. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I just, I it, it blows my mind. It just blows my mind that we're I just mean, like har harping on a clown that's like killing people. Which we haven't even seen the movie yet. Yeah. Yeah. I 100% I, I agree. Also, it's probably going to be, if at all, it's probably going to be one scene. He has already said, now granted, I don't know how much I trust him, but he's <laughs> Yes, it did come from his chicken lips. It's it's that the 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 franchise going forward is about art versus Sienna. So like that's what he says it's gonna be about. I I have I I have lots of reasons to not believe him, but I'm going to go with it. 
but but like if that's if he is speaking truth with those chicken lips i'll be happy because sienna is such a badass final girl oh yeah she's awesome and i love her and you know what's i hate saying this if he kills her which you never know with him if he's going to like continue with her i mean i could say that it would be stupid if he didn't but like if he gives us that i would commend him for it because at least he has the balls to do something like that yeah i mean it'll make people upset but at least he has the balls to do it because no one killed Laurie Strode. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm neither here nor for it. I, I, I mean, I think I'm not either. But. I truthfully think that her brother shouldn't make it out of this one, but that's just me. Super nice kid. Seems like a nice kid. He pops up in my feed all the time, but I'm sorry. I think you gotta go, buddy. <laughs> Someone big has to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're yeah. completely. I'm glad that you said that because you're completely right. So. Yes. Um. Well, so that's our thoughts on Terrifier. I want to get your thoughts on something here. This is random, but I, I just, I, I very much, I, I want to, we're going to try a couple new things here. So we're going to go with a hard hitting question here, uh, uh, Jordana. And for the audio listeners, just, you're going to, we'll, we'll describe this for you in a minute. But um, Jordana, my question for you is, uh, would you put this in your mouth? <laughs> i just got so scared for a second i was like i don't know if i want to see that. uh yes uh yes i would okay. is- can you describe this for what the fucking i found this earlier today and i was like holy shit <laughs> okay especially with this one in the corner with a goddamn frothy looking beer like <laughs> Hello. So it's a Jaws, it's a Jaws hot dog. And it has the 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 holder is the Jaws cover. And then it's a fucking shark crispy bun, like a crescent roll, and then there's a hot dog hanging out of its mouth. It's it's so weird. Uh it's amazing. Like it yeah, so the bun is perfectly formed to look like a shark, like Bruce the shark. Yeah, but like in a very disturbing manner, the hot dog is just like jammed down its fucking throat. Like <laughs> the top is like limp. It's like <laughs> uh, this is apparently a snack, which I'm mad about. But this is apparently exclusive to uh, Universal Studios Japan, um, which I'm like, why is this? Ex- I, I mean, don't tell me the fat Americans. I'd be eating this shit immediately when I was there. <laughs> I would get like three of these. Not in one sitting, but I would literally like just go back to it and go back to it and go back to it. Yeah. I am pissed that Japan still has Jaws. Like, they have Harry Potter over there, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how the fuck are we so greedy and think that we just need all Harry Potter and had to completely cut out Jaws? Like, we need... Universal, I say this all the time, Universal needs to make a land because they're doing, like, the new Epic Universe. They need to make a retro land of all the rides that have been discontinued so they need to have jaws back to the future the jetson or hannah barbera um king kong king kong what else am i missing i feel like there's like a, a shit ton uh twister terminator 2 um i could go on but they should have a land for like a vintage for the people that were there in the beginning and have all the beetlejuice ghostbusters all the shows in one land so if you don't want to go to the new stuff and you don't give a fuck about harry potter you can go ride jaws i i mean granted it's like 
us just pitching it is like yeah. probably like a $2 billion investment, but like I, I would be for it. Like I heard another pitch very recently that was similar and it was a, uh, another podcaster and he pitched and I was like, it's, I was like, it's the best fucking idea I've ever heard. He's oh. like, he's like, you go to Disney world or Disneyland, whichever one. And he's like, it's just, he goes exponentially. Everything is just beyond crowded and packed. He's like, so here's my pitch. He goes, they're already buying up all the land around it anyway. He's like, just build park two, have park two be right next to park one. And it's an exact copy of park one. And I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Like, I'm like, that's perfect. Like, and that way, you know, lines are shorter, you know, more people are in there. And I'm like, I mean, granted, again, like a two billion dollar investment, but like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> but you're doubling your 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 revenue because you're going to get that back because people are going to go there. Who? Why am I drawing a blank? It's so funny you say that because who was I talking to? And they said that it's getting to the point of crowded at Disney that they are going to deny adults who don't have kids on the weekends because. It's so hard for people to get into the park because, you know, now like you have to get you have to do like a virtual wait. Like you have to yeah. like put your if you want to ride a fucking ride, you have to like put your name in to go ride it. it, it I've heard some in, insane. Th you know, they have like their premium member thing where like where yeah. certain clubs you can only get into if you're part of that. I've heard that because of the exclusivity of it and like they, they, they like they have to keep raising the price to keep it like otherwise it's just like you know you're paying for this exclusivity but now everybody's fucking there so, like i heard that they i don't know what they call it now i think it used to be called like a buzz lightly or felt flash pass who knows what the fuck they call it like yeah. remy's asshole um <laughs> uh but um i the last i heard is that it, to get that pass now for one year it is twenty five thousand dollars Twenty, not twenty five hundred, twenty five thousand. No, twenty five thousand dollars is the last thing I had heard. I was listening to a podcast about rides and about everything, um, about all this shit. Now I don't know if that's true or not. In fact, check it. But whatever, uh, you can listen to it. Podcast the ride is the name of it. Great, great fucking podcast. They review parks and everything, and they were talking about. It said it was twenty five thousand dollars to be on that premium whatever thing that gives you exclusive access to certain areas of the park, like. Which even the guys that were on the show were like, at this point, there's so you there's so little that's actually exclusive to it. Like the biggest thing you get is um you get access to the Blue Bayou restaurant, which is the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant, oh, which you pretty much have to book. Like if you want any chance to get into it without being part of this club, you have to literally yeah. book it like a year and a half in advance. See, now to me. That is complete and utter bullshit. And the sad thing is, is you know people will pay that month. You know people will pay twenty five thousand. Oh, Disney freaks, absolutely. Like, and I'm I'm all like Team Universal, even though like I I literally fucking grew up in Disney because my dad worked at the Mexican Pavilion, my mom worked at Pleasure Island. I was there like all the goddamn time, and I was at Universal all the goddamn time to see how much it is, to see how crazy people like. I have no zero like negative 25 interest in going to disney like i absolutely will not do it how much they charge you how much food is the 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 lines and having to like sell your soul to go on fucking tinkerbell's ride no thanks i'm with you i mean i always preferred universal anyway when i went but like it also just it feels like less of a hat like 
I don't know. Disney's just, and I, and I trust me, it would be fun. It would be fun to go to the park if the park was better, but it's just, it's, there's too many, there's too many people. There's everything costs too much because they're having to raise the prices to do all this shit. Um, I will say, uh, I did the funniest part I heard about that whole like $25,000 thing is apparently mm-hmm. there was like this, uh, I think in the history of it, there was one couple that got kicked out and, uh, they were an older couple and they oh, like, God. they weren't like rich. Like they were an older couple who just like, that's what they did. They got this thing every year. But yeah. part of it was that I guess part of that thing of, of that exclusivity was like, you get to bring X amount of people to the park every year for free, or you get to bring people like, like two or three people a you can bring like with you as guests every time yep. for free. You don't have to charge, but like, wow. I guess they were bringing like, like just rant, like literally they would bring, like they said, between like two and 300 people a year, like literally like, just like, like, Oh, Hey, you know, walking down the street. Hey, you want to go to Disney with us? Okay, cool. And then like, they would yeah. just get, and then they did the math on it and they're like, you know, well, 300 people times what they would have paid to get into the park. And, Losing that money. Yeah. But you know what? Awesome for those people who know that there's some people that cannot afford that shit. And that's like a dream of theirs. So there's kids that can't go. And that's awesome that they brought them for free because I think it's greedy. There's let's be let's be fucking real for a minute. There's families that can't afford this shit. Even if they saved, they still cannot afford to go to Disney. And think of like maybe that's some kid's dream. Like that's bullshit. Like you should have it have some. I don't want to say like a sliding scale, but there should be some way where like you can take your purse, like, like a credit check, take your income and be like, okay, for a family of, you know, blah, 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 we'll charge you this much. So at least they could go. Like, I don't know, maybe that's bad business and I would lose business, but I mean that, well, that's the thing. It's it, it, theoretically, oh, I guess, it, yes, it, it would be bad business, but you have a soul and a heart. And that's why you're not a, a tycoon because um, they have no souls or hearts. But like everything's like that now. Just it, it, like it's becoming so insane. Like just today I had like a, a, like I was like, are you, this can't be real. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't gone to a concert since pre pandemic. Yeah. And um i'm a big emo fucking fan and 30 seconds to mars is going on tour uh with poppy uh and afi i don't really give a shit about afi but i like the other two (laughs) and i was like okay cool maybe that'll be something i'll go to and i look up their ticket price and i'm like i'm old i don't need to be up at the front so i'm like let me like click i click literally the last the the back row Mm mm-hmm and it's now on Live Nation because they got in trouble for all those hidden fees. Now, instead yep. of just fucking you in the ass and not telling you about it, mm-hmm. now it just it shows you like, oh, this is what your actual payout will be. Ticket price, $60. Checkout price, 133 for one ticket. I'm like, so I'm spending more in fees than I am on the fucking ticket. And that blows my mind because where are these fees going? Straight to the venue. <laughs> And and like into people's pockets because who else were we? Oh my God. I'm having such a brain fart. There was, oh, I watched this thing on Grubhub and it's not the same, but I feel you. It's like, um, like the tip, the things already added and there's like all these fees and this girl did like, I'll have to send you the video. She did the calculation. She's like, so if you had X amount of full-time employees and you were charging this set price for as many orders and it's all like public. It's all public knowledge of, on their sale revenue. So she calculated it and she's like, if I, I'm too, I'm too spaced out to give exact numbers, but like the big head honchos could make like a million dollars a year 
And then all the other people that worked could make like $129,000 just solely based on. On the, what they're bringing, like their, their fees and their, their pay structure. Yes. And she broke it down. She's like, so where are these, these fees? Where are they, where are they going to? And they're going into the, the companies, the big, big wigs pockets. I feel like it's the same goddamn way with concerts. And it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like and you, can't, you can't even go and enjoy a show and you go. And if you want to get a bottle of water, it's fucking $10. You want to have a beer? It's 22. Like, well, and at least that I've always been prepared for that you know uh, that right. that end of the butt fucking like yeah <laughs> like that's always usually lower well yeah like i mean and like i've heard that the artists aren't happy about it either because it, a it, that, that money isn't going to them that goes to the venue like i've heard yeah. i think taylor swift like fought back on it if i'm correct i, I mean i again i don't like taylor swift we talked about this before i, I don't dislike her but i'm i'm, I'm t swift out right now can i can i, I just want to say real quick in your <laughs> thought I think it's a crime that Taylor Swift is shoved in everyone's faces. And I don't, I went from before to not just saying, I just don't like her. I fucking hate Taylor Swift. If I see her <laughs> again in a store, I go into Target and it's like her face and her face and she's on every magazine. I don't give a fuck about this person. I don't like her music. Today, Rosalind, they played it in school. And she's like, what about the people that don't like Taylor Swift? Like, are, why do we have to be subjected to it? I said, oh, I'm with you, girlfriend. And 100%. She's yeah, sorry. I no, because I'm I am like I could hear about Taylor Swift like a, on the Titanic when she has her little blue, blue jewel when she's 85 and I'd be fine. I don't want to hear any more shit from her ever. I'm with you. I mean, I'm not it's not my style of music. It's not my style of anything. She is right now just being fucking shoved down our throats. But I as far as like fighting back against bad yes. policies, she is yeah. good. Uh, like I have to give her props. She does. She seems like a great person. I'll at least go with that. Well, maybe her ex 75 ex boyfriends say differently, but, differently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I'm just saying like, I've heard that like, she is trying to like fight to keep the try. She tried to fight. I don't know if she won or not to keep the ticket prices relatively sane, but I'm sure for her, they're still like 300 bucks, but whatever. People paid like $1,200. Like people took out credit cards and loans to go see her. Like, like you said, it's absurd. Back in the day, you could go to like a big show. And if you wanted the back nosebleeds or the higher ups, it was like, what? 80 max, like $75 was like the starting point. Right. I mean, I think it also depends on the genre that you liked. Like when I was growing up, I mean, I never saw a band for probably more than 50 bucks. That's the way to do it. Uh, but I mean, I was listening to, you know, pop punk and screamo and emo bands. And like, I mean, maybe the most expensive concert I think I went to when I was like, a, you know, like a teenager, youngish age. It was like I saw Marilyn Manson. That was probably like 80 or 90 bucks. Yeah. And that's and that's I would pay that to go like I paid that to go see Jay-Z a couple times. Then I got a little bit more. Imagine what he would cost now. And I'm glad that I saw him when I did because I couldn't afford it now. And I'm glad I saw Beyonce when I saw her because people flew to another fucking country to see her because it was too expensive here. Like I'm good with small shows. Like I saw Queen Herbie for $35 and like there was fees, but I think it was like the max was like 42. It wasn't a lot. And I got to see her for that amount. I'm fucking happy. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. I just, so, it's just an insane markup. I just think it's crazy that like, you know, when I was in my twenties, I could see blink One Eighty Two for like 35, 40 bucks. Yeah. And now when they went on granted, I get it. They just got back together. Woo. Um, but like, again, the tickets were like 200, 300 bucks. And it's like, 
don't you have enough <laughs> like <laughs> greedy motherfuckers can't you just let us live our lives i know green day is going on tour with rancid and smashing pumpkins and they're doing dookie they're doing the complete album which is i mean that's that's pretty big like i would love to see them do that and i'd love to see smashing pumpkins but i could only imagine i didn't even look to see the the prices because i want to go on vacation and i don't want to spend six hundred dollars <laughs> going to see three hours of, of a concert well, just, yeah, I'm guessing they're going to, yeah, that, that probably be a pretty costly show. I'm going to guess even, and this is the last event, Tom Segura, he's coming. Ooh, I love Tom. Okay. So our, fr our friends have been fans for such a long time. I knew of him, but we just recently like watched his specials because I saw a clip of him talking about mega dosing his mom on gummies. Yeah. I literally, I had fucking tears streaming down my face and Greg's family came down. We watched like all specials. He's amazing. So he's he's my favorite comic, actually. Yes. He's and he has one of the best podcasts out there. Uh, it, just for anyone who's not out there, if you're a Tom Segura fan, go listen to go listen or watch his podcast. YMH, your mom's house. Keep them high and tight. Keep the mom jeans up. Everyone who knows the show knows what I'm talking about. Anyone else? It's like a foreign language. Also, fuck Garth Brooks. All right. We got it. <laughs> and his wife. His wife is fucking hilarious, too. I love <laughs> oh, Christina. She's great. Christina P is great. Yes. So my friend was like, because uh, she was going to go to a show tonight and her husband ended up getting sick, asked if we wanted to go, told her no, because, you know, I'm hanging out. And she said, Tom Segura is coming around in June. And I'm like, let's fucking go. So we looked at the, he, he had the presale code, Tommy. So we looked it up and we were thinking it would be like, you know, 80, maybe like for, for presale. It's like $120 a ticket. Then I'm looking on Vivid Seats and it's because they already started selling them. It's a hundred, but think of the Vivid Seat sales and all their fucking, it would be 200. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's ridiculous. It's insane. It is ridiculous. Bit. Just to see, it, it's a stand up. I mean, granted, he is one of the biggest stand up comics in the world right now, but I get it. It's also like, ugh, like that's kind of expensive to just see one guy stand there with a microphone. I don't know. Come, coming and you saying that. And then my friend, shout out Chrissy, lover. She was like, that's a little bit steep for a, for a, a comedy show. He, she's like, I, we loved him for, so, they, just, they saw him in Boston and said it was cheaper to go there than to go and, locally where, where we live. And that's the thing. So you can get punished by what metropolitan area, uh, again, I'll, we'll, I want to get through this quicker here, but like, so my absolute favorite podcast, I listen to it way too fucking much, is the Doughboys podcast. Uh, they review fast food restaurants. They're two very funny guys. Whatever. Love them. Actor and a writer. Um, they were coming around town, and they were coming to our town. Uh, they're coming to the Chicago market. And the Chicago market, I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to see them. Like, you know, can't wait. Like, it's been waiting for years. And I fucking go opening morning to go get their tickets. $120 minimum a ticket to see two guys ostensibly probably review like roast beef sandwiches or something. I don't know. Oh, my God. And but then and I'm like, all right, man, like, you know, let's let me just look. So I like I start clicking their other tour dates. Yeah. And it's like, you know, all the other tour dates I'm clicking, I'm like $50, $50, five, you know, $45. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's like, if you're in probably like Chicago, New York, DC, LA, Atlanta, you're just getting fucked in the butt because of where you're at. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I could not believe that when she said that she's like, so let's just wait to see if he hits one of the, if he hits Boston again and we'll go. I'm like, at, 
I'd much rather go and make a trip of it than not pay astronomical to 250 and have it be like 30 minutes away. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's criminally insane to have a good time. Not only is the world crumbling, you have to like sell your soul to go enjoy a night, a night out. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane. Pissed. Well, speaking of night, not out. We did a lot of nights in over uh, October, <laughs> over the October weekend. I figure let's okay. We are gonna. We are way behind schedule. Let's. That was good though. I feel like this, like us catching up like this. Oh, that's great. Was, that was fun. That was like a, I love I, talking this stuff. I could go. I, I could go all night on this. So I, I have no shortage. We we often see eye to eye on this. Fuck the man. Uh, yes. Let's get into the meat of this episode. So we had intended, you brilliantly dubbed this episode, The Halloween Hangover. This is going to be us talking about the movies that we saw or watched. Um, for me, I'm keeping it to pretty much uh, movies that I saw for the first time over the October period. And if you cheat a little bit, you know, no one will know if you saw it in no the first week of November. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so we're going to review some of the movies. Now, some of these we've both seen and we're going to discuss um, at length and yep. some I'm sure that we haven't seen. And I have one clip that I can't wait to show you. It was the best thing I saw all October. Uh <laughs> That I know oh. for a fact you have not seen. Yeah, um, so, Jordana, I feel like we should start this off with one that I know for a fact we both saw. Let's do it. What is it? What you got? Uh, we're, 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 you know, we're going to that pizzeria, baby. We're going to Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. Okay. So. I want to hear your thoughts on it first, because I kind of already let mine slip to you. Okay. So. Five Nights at Freddy's. I feel like with Blumhouse, they have this like knack for knocking it out of the park with like originals, right? And then when it comes to like known IPs, like this is a video game, you know, a famous video game that people play. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed it to an extent, but then because I watched it with Roz, she loved it, thought it was great. There was a lot of, there were some things that I was just like, mm. And I'm like secretly, you know, thinking about them in my head, but I'm enjoying it with her because she was having such a great time. It was a fun watch, but I feel like simple things like some of the acting was weird to me. Um, some of the storylines, like the cop coming in and, and, and that dynamic was a little bit weird to me. I mean, it's as thinly veiled as a piece of paper. Like, like, let's be honest. There's, and maybe intentionally, but like, right. yeah, like you said, with the cop coming in, it's like, you know, it may be intentionally because and this I, one of the things I think people forgot about this. This is a franchise that is a horror franchise, but it's largely directed at children. So, like, I don't I think some people were like, you know, expecting more. And I'm like, is this intended for like 10 year olds to watch? <laughs> and even at that, there was some scenes that I was like, Jesus, because like there was a couple, you know what I mean? Like there was a couple kill scenes that I was like, oh, there's one that's fairly graphic. Very, very much so, but I liked that being in there, and it didn't seem to bother her. The things that I love the most that they did so goddamn well because I'm a this is like one of my my things in horror is the eyes, the a dark background with the eyes coming into play. I loved it every single time they would come out. I was like, yes, and I love how they did that. Um, overall, I won't go on ramble. I'll let you 
No, we're rambling. We're, we're rambling. It was good. It was good. I just, um, I don't know too too much about Five Nights at Freddy's. I'll admit that. I, I don't know. I know very little about the game. You shouldn't need to. It's a movie. You should be able to watch it and enjoy it as it is. Yes, but Roz is over here. Well, that's, I can't even remember their names now, but, you know, Freddy Fazbender and blah, 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 da, 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 and, and, and this and that. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that, you know, and she seemed like pumped for it. So I'm glad that it appealed to the, to the audience that it was supposed to. It's and probably I, like, it's probably the equivalent of like when you went and saw Ninja Turtles as a kid and like, you know, yes. like, you know, whoever brought you is probably like, what the fuck is what? Okay, yeah. sure. There's a rat. Okay. Like, <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, yes, go Ninja. You know, yes, exactly. I love that analogy, but, uh, just little little things like that and that's just me being i don't want to say nitpicky because i'm usually pretty like easy going when it comes to movies and you know this yeah. but there's just something i felt like a little bit off during it but um and a, a big redemption we're spoiling this right this is spoilers i think it's fair to say spoilers if you want to watch it it's in theaters and you can also watch it at home on peacock so i mean like also if if you played the fucking game then you know what the it happened so <laughs> exactly but my my spoiler that i loved was seeing matthew lillard in the uh intact or the uh antagonist yeah i love seeing him because it was very reminiscent of scream yes i i mean i love matthew level <laughs> and i love matthew lillard in general i loved mm -hmm. And I, I'll be straight up. I like this movie. I had yeah. fun. I was it great. No, I had. I, I'd give it like a seven out of ten. But Same. I, yes. I think it was fun to watch. I am a gamer. I have played, never beat, because I, I just find them not all that fun to be honest. At least the first two, because they're kind of more or less just jump scare games. Yeah. So I didn't really know that much about the story. I knew some of the animatronics names, but yeah, whatever. I thought it was fun. I like ultimately I thought it was fun. I, I I had to go in. Like I saw some people reviewing it and that's fine. If you like, they're like, this needed to be a hard R and I'm like, it's for, mm. it's for kids. I don't think so at all. I don't think it should have been a hard R. I think that it was right. It was PG 13. I think it was the perfect amount of, of scary and kill wise because there was a lot that were like left to your imagination but then there was some that you actually saw absolutely and, and i i don't think it's i don't think it for the audience that they're aiming at i don't think it was bad no and, and I, I think that there was so i mean people are pretty split on this the the critics fucking hated it the, yes, the freddy's the freddy fans and kids seem to love this movie um <laughs> and then uh you know there seems to be some mixture but i see a lot of people who are like oh it you know, it should have been more violent and scary and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, I think you like sometimes have to remember that not every fucking movie is made specifically for you. Exactly. Like this yeah. is a franchise that is predominantly played by people between the ages of probably seven and 13. And you know that those kids are going to beg their parents to go see it or there's going to be the other kids that are like, uh, too cool. They're going to go see it and be like, oh, and they're going to be you know, some parts that were actually scary. See, and that's, that's funny because that was not my issue at all. There's just a lot of like cringy scenes with the acting. I felt like in between the cop, the, the female and the lead, but yes. that's, just me. that's just me. And that's totally me being like observant of, of the, the dynamic in there, because I thought Matthew Lillard was perfect for what the role that he played. I felt like the, the niece was great. 
thought she was really good. Um, and I thought that the visuals were really, really good because it's, I mean, I grew up with Chuck E. Cheese. It's very much like a Chuck E. Cheese scenario, you know? Oh, yeah. I, and granted, I, I, again, I gave it a seven out of 10. I agree yeah. with you very much. The whole cop, the whole cop character in general was unnecessary. Um, it didn't really have any i mean i guess she was there for exposition at yes. one point once they finally realized that these things are like semi-alive mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm with you on that i, I just i i would i kind of wish that there was a more it's a pretty anticlimactic ending i'll say um i mean matthew lillard which like again it was like the least surprising thing in the world when you're like, who's the, the, the villain going to be? It's like, well, there was one, only one other fucking character shown in this movie. So I that, wonder who it's going to be. But that was Ross. Cause she's like, who could it be? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the hell? Like, come on. And then it you're like, you're like, kid, I'm checking your homework tomorrow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I get it because I, I totally like, she, I'm sure she was excited about everything else, but I'm like, literally there's one person. Like that's it. But I just, I loved it because I think that he's such a good villain. And I think that like, obviously an iconic role, like, like uh, Stu to see him back in, in that and being as like gritty, even though with like a, a more raspy older voice, I loved it. Oh, yeah. And I think it's, and he's signed on for two more, um, which they're absolutely making. Cause this movie made, I am very curious here because I love when horror movies do well and yeah. this made it was made for like $20 million and it made $260 million, not including whatever they got for the Peacock deal. But yeah. imagine all the people who watched it on peak. If they hadn't done that Peacock deal, I'm like that number might be fucking double or triple that fucking number. Like that's where <laughs> we watched it was Peacock because we wanted to go to the movies, but we had so much going on. And then one night her and I got to chill by ourselves and she's like, let's watch it. I'm like, I'm down. And yeah. we got, we got to watch it. So I would have been curious to see those numbers too, but it's funny to have it be as success as successful as it was and have it be a flop. Well, well, or not like a flop, but like, not like people reviewing it and saying that it wasn't that good. Cause what, oh. wasn't it not tomatoes, like 23%. Yeah, the, the, the act like the, like the professional critics, uh, they, they hated it. Um, and I, again, some, I, I feel like the average viewer seems to be a little more nice to it, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's well here. Let me just hear Are you pulling that up? Cause I, can't. yeah, I just, I can't type to save my goddamn life <laughs> at all. Uh, let's see. So we got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.5 on IMDb and then 95 or 94% like this movie from Google users. So it's like super like oddly divided. Yeah, and so here, and I'm, and granted, I know you can't trust it entirely, but I always do generally go more with the audience score than I do with the professional critic score. Absolutely. Uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, the professional critics are giving it a thirty percent. Um, that's based on one hundred ninety four reviews. Uh, the audience, which has more than a thousand, God knows how many reviews, mm -hmm. it says just thousand plus, eighty seven percent. So. And then here it says uh, number one most searched horror on streaming today. So that's good that it's still like generating searches. I believe if I'm correct, it's the it it, it will uh, unless Thanksgiving uh, or Silent Night, Deadly Knife, or whatever. Um, 
really crushes it out of the park. Uh, I'm pretty sure they said that this is going to go down as the most successful fran- uh, horror movie of 2023. It is because it's still in. I mean, I say <laughs> I know it, it's still in theaters. Like right. I, there's movie times and uh, what was the Exorcist Believer was only in theaters for a week and then it went right to streaming. Yeah. So like that, it says it speaks volumes because people are still going. So yeah. that's good. That's good to see a movie like this rain at the top because again like we said in the beginning i don't feel like there was a lot of movies that have stood out to me so hopefully the next two that i watch that are big ones have that little spark because i don't know just just not doing it i think you're i'm with you but i i I do think that it's cool to see and this is i think this is a great entry-level horror movie for younger fans you know and hey i played the game i watched the movie my parents don't get it and that's the, thus they not getting it makes it cooler to me as a child you know that kind of thing yes, <laughs> like, i totally I, get that uh, and i i would like i mean i will watch the sequel when it comes out because obviously blumhouse is gonna probably i'm gonna guess invest more money in it now that they know that how big this can be and yep. i want to see i mean obviously it's a pretty wacky fucking premise so like let's let matthew lillard just go fucking ham like, like- to have him back on the big screen and in a role like this, I'm a thousand percent with you. I mean, and Blumhouse seems to be taking like the 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 child storyline premise because did you see the preview for that new teddy bear one? I didn't see the preview. I saw uh, the like I, I saw an image of the bear. Uh, I think it's called um, Imaginary. Which okay, I watch. I know that you're not like huge on trailers, but I did watch the trailer and. It's just interesting to see them capitalize on like Megan and like, well, I, I'm envisioning that there's more Blumhouse that is like aimed towards like children type stuff, but like Megan, then this, and wasn't there other stuff that was like a little bit? Did they do that Chucky remake? Yes, yes, I mean, they did. Yeah, I think, I think they did. Yes, I mean, I, would, I, I like Blumhouse, though, like Blumhouse to me is in, in the in the fight of good and evil. I put Blumhouse on the good side. <laughs> I like Blumhouse when it's like original stuff. Yeah. I like when they do like I didn't realize that creep. Found footage creep was Blumhouse mm-hmm. uh, like original ideas. I'm all for it. I, big IPs like Exorcist and Halloween. Eh. They should nope. stick to the they should stick to the formula of, of like an original. Yes. And keep Dave and Gordon Green away from all of it the fuck away from it <laughs> uh i'm glad you brought up imaginary though because I, I thought that looked cool but yes i mean i granted i didn't watch the trailer i saw like a 10 second like teaser and yeah. it did give me just on the very little that i saw i was like well i'm get. i did i got megan i'm like megan with a bear i'm not not into that so <laughs> it's dark i watched the i watched the, it's there's it's there's some stuff that seems dark so again i'm for it because megan kind of surprised me i didn't think i was gonna like megan and i We'll say it proudly. I I I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch. Like was I, the singing was cringy, but I like Megan as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I'm excited for for two point And it was fun. Yes. It was like campy and fun, and I thought it was cool and creepy. Yes, because there was parts where I was just like, "Oh shit, that's fucking terrifying." And then there's other parts where I'm like, "Oh god." Yeah, I mean, and then the you know the dance scene, which is like iconic now, but like, I don't know how I feel about it, but like I think if that scene wasn't in the movie, that movie makes fifty percent less money. 
So like that, that was what got everyone talking about that movie was that yeah. scene in the trailer. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, so that's our thoughts on Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, so let's hear what what else did you watch uh, during your your October October your October binge? Okay, so I'll go with one that wasn't such a highly received one. Um, I watched Exorcist Believer. Oh, now did you pay for this? Because isn't this did you pay to watch this on streaming? No, <laughs> uh, no, I got it through a Plex server. Get her, boys. Yeah, I but like I won't. We got I, her. I, I we got not, her. I would not pay any money to see that movie. So I wasn't if, asking you to, to. I thought you. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to incriminate you. I was trying to say like is uh, that was my way of being like, did you like you know pay? Because I was like, I didn't think it was on like HBO or anything yet. <laughs> well, it did. It did go to streaming. I forgot which where where was it streaming? Was it I, Peacock? I, I no, I think it's it's streaming, but you still have to pay to watch it right now. So like Amazon or Fandango or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, I did pay. So just cut out the part where I said I didn't pay. Just cut that all out and just say I paid money. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I wanted to give it a chance because, you know, just as well as everyone else that is listening, usually when the when the masses hate something, I love it. And when it's loved, I hate it. So even though I had. 98% you know fact like I was I wasn't gonna like it from all the stuff that I heard from from people uh have you seen it no and I I, I will but I'm I'm gonna wait till it's it pops up on HBO or something because I don't it looks awful and I hate David Gordon Green and everything uh, just truthfully there wasn't a single thing I saw that was like I'm in <laughs> yeah and same and I got to watch it with my sister-in-law because she wanted to check it out and it was like a really bad Hallmark movie for the two hours that it was on. And then the the last 15 minutes of possession, some of the makeup was cool. I will give you that. Um, there's some things that happened that would make exorcist fans like cringe um, with returning characters. And I just thought it was a big heaping pile of shit and i am i i I really had high hopes for david gordon green with halloween 2018 uh lost that hope as the trilogy went on and then i just don't fucking get how he got his hands on this i don't understand it and if there's two more movies coming i'm scared so can i ask you a question yes of course and this i understand this so uh, spoiler alert skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this does it set up for the does it set itself up for like a trilogy like like four more movies like is it clearly uh, like sequel baiting it is because there's it was already set to be a trilogy i know he he announced it i'm just wondering i don't think this one did very well so (laughs) it didn't but like he they knew what they were doing with how it ended i'll say that because of course they're going to throw in um they're gonna throw in parts of the original to give it that feeling like kind of give it that laurie strode sprinkle um but even as much as i love the exorcist it did not redeem anything for me and it actually made me anti-watching anything else that comes from this franchise or from david gordon green so 
Good I'm job. with you. And you I, and I, I always say you, you vote with your wallet. That's why I will not be giving any money of mine to this movie. Um, I like I said, if it pops up on HBO or something I'm already subscribed to, I might might watch it, but I have no desire to support it. But again, Sam, it's two hours. So like we had this discussion. If you if you appreciate your time, <laughs> you feel like you don't have enough time in your day. Do not waste it on that. Don't don't do it. I'm, I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. There's nothing. There's nothing like scary in the it's it was like over acted dramatic Hallmark movie vibes. And then it turned into a possession at the end. And it was and then also too. I don't want to get hate for saying this, but it was this like religious, like a, you know, the exorcist, obviously it was the devil. It's a possession movie. And there are parts of uh, religion in the movie, of mm -hmm. course, but it wasn't like shoved down your throat. It wasn't like, it was done so well. Right. This movie, it was just like cringy. Like, like that's kind of a trope of, exorcism movies outside of the exorcist like yeah. i really feel like that is i mean honestly i'll be i didn't even realize it until we were just talking that's if you saw me write something down i was like oh shit i watched another movie i watched <laughs> i watched an exorcism movie this uh over october and i watched another religious horror movie so <laughs> i watched two religious horror movies this, this this october for the first time well i can't i can't wait to hear one of them was good. One of them sucked balls. There, there isn't a, a lot of possession movies. I feel like that that do the trick. And I'm, and I, I can name two. Same. I like Exorcist, and I and again, I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about it, but I remember I did enjoy uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yes, and those are the only two that's that stood out to me. We uh we just not in October, but the right with mm -hmm. Anthony Hopkins. That was actually I've heard it's good. That was decent. That was good. Um, but everything else that I have watched possession wise, I just feel like it just lacks it. And that says a lot about the exorcist because it's, it's like the definitive possession movie and it's still talked about to this day. So again, circling back into Blumhouse for them to even think that they could do it justice is like laughable. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the confidence. Like, where's it coming from? Like you already got fucking, shit from the halloween trilogy what made you think that this that you were gonna oh well i i fucked that up I, let me let me tackle the exorcist like what kind of stupid shit is that yeah well all they care about is that those made money but i also don't even know how much money i really want to know how much money did those movies actually make because a very large percentage of them i mean first of all two of them came out during the during the fucking pandemic right. so they, they they were they were uh uh, all three of them came out on Peacock, I should say. Yes. No, no, I'm sorry. No, the first one was 2018. That was pre-pandemic. Yeah. Kills came out right in the middle of the pandemic, and that was on Peacock. Um, and then the same for Ends. I want to know how much did two and three really make? Because like, I know they're getting deals from Peacock that are just like flat rates of like, oh, this is how much money you're gonna get. But I'm like, I want to know like how much did those movies actually like monetarily bring in? Because somehow they were like, you're our fucking guy. You, you're, you're the dude you're, you're, we're going with you exorcist. You're doing that after that. What else do you want to fuck up? Like, let's go. I'm like, scared. I'm scared that that's the, the route it's going. Cause it seems like as shitty as you make these movies, you're getting these like bigger IP names. And it's like, I don't. And here's my other qualm about this whole 
fucking exorcist bullshit because it pissed me off with Blumhouse. Okay, Halloween Horror Nights, they had it as a house. Yeah. How the fuck do you put that as a house? And it came out before the movie even came out. So how is anyone going to know these scenes? How is anyone going to have any connection with anything inside that house? Yet you leave out Megan and Insidious Red Door. Like two huge movies that came out that did really well and received good reviews. How did you not use those as houses? Why are we promoting this garbage can bullshit and put it as a house? It would have just been better to just do just the regular exorcist. Thank, and I, I went through that house and it was amazing because yeah. you know why? It's a classic. And when you walk through and you can smell the vomit and you can feel the coldness, that's cool. But when you uh, when you go into this house and you have no idea what the fuck anything is, why would you? I just, I'm trying to connect the dots and it, it gives me a headache. I, I just, I can't. No, I get it. I mean, if you don't, A, coming releasing that before the movie came out makes no sense. Because, I mean, granted, I get it because it's, it's uh, advertising for the film itself, but yeah. like for the actual person paying for that ticket, you have no idea what the fuck you're looking at, what you're experiencing. And it's, you know, at that point, it's just like any random haunt, you know, that you could go to and your hometown, like, because you don't know what the fuck is happening. There's no That's story. I was happy that I, we, I'm not happy. I had FOMO, of course, because it didn't go this year. But when I saw that, I was like, you know, I don't really have any desire to spend that much money on tickets to go to even promote this. Cause I know it's going to suck. And I hate being like that. Cause you know, I'm like optimistic and I try not to be that person, but I already had a feeling it was going to suck major balls. And it was like the whole shaft and balls. Yeah. B based on, I think if you were going to miss a year, this would have been one to miss. Yes. Correct. So that's all I'm going to say about the, I mean, I wanted to give a good one before I, or a bad one before I gave a good one. So we'll go to well, let's go to my exorcism movie I saw over the over the uh, October fun schedule. Yes. Um, I saw a movie that I laughed at when I saw it, the trailer for it. And I the only reason I watched it is because my the a bad movie podcast that I listened to uh, reviewed it. And they are like, basically, they, they had so much fun watching it and it was on HBO. So I was like, fuck it. Let's give it a try. Uh, I watched The Pope's Exorcist with Russell Crowe. Mm -hmm. it's pretty fun honestly like i mean if you can like have fun with it that's the thing like if you are the type of person if you're going in like well this is going to be scary no but right. if you're like i want to see russell crowe when he's like he apparently is just like he doesn't care anymore he's fat now i'm gonna say yeah. it russell crowe's fucking fat now and i love it <laughs> and he's fat and he's got an an awful italian accent in this movie like he he talks like this uh, pretty much the whole movie like as if the, 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 he's gonna give you the pizzas it's like super mario brothers cousin oh it's he's great a, it's a, great and like it, like so many stereotypes like that are so funny like he rides around on this big fat russell crowe is riding around for some reason they're like let's give him his his mode of transportation car no horse maybe nope little tiny scooter vespa scooter so it's so awesome and like i enjoyed this for like all the wrong reasons but like honestly like when i was watching it like i was into it i was like dude this I'm into it. Like this is fucking nuts and it's total propaganda. Like I swear, I swear to God, this is, I wouldn't be surprised if this was funded by the church, but I was like, I'm in, 
I'm in. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the like this is I've been I I so I love Constantine and I'm like this is yeah. as close to Constantine as I'm getting for a while, <laughs> which is fucking Russell Crowe just kicking <laughs> demon ass. All right. <laughs> I love that you loved it so much. Like, this just makes me happy. And I also love when you kept saying, and he's fat. It reminds me of what's her name in uh, fucking Knocked Up. Oh. Was it Knocked Up where she's like, oh, whoa. What was it? Leslie Mann when she's like, and he, he's something. And he's, he's, he's fat. fat. Yeah, he's fat. He's and she fat. kept saying it. She's like, but, he, but he's fat. <laughs> you sounded just like her. I got to remember I, what, what, what one that's from. I'm not body shaving. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I could lose some pounds, but I'm just like, oh, it's just Russell Crowe is like going from like the hunk of like when I was a kid to yeah. like, now he's just like, I think he's just like, fuck it. I don't yeah. care. I'm going to do these crazy movies. And I'm he's gonna... established. You know, he's a, a big actor. He doesn't have to, he doesn't give a shit. And you can, you can definitely see it. Cause I thought the same thing. I was like, oh man. Did you see it? Yeah, I didn't like it, but oh. I'm, glad that, I'm glad that you did. I, I, I tried and I, I wasn't going in like, oh, it's going to be the most terrifying. Cause I never, with possession movies, I don't put it on a pedestal because no, I just don't think that it's right. Like, but there could be entertaining qualities. I tried to like this one. I wasn't a fan, but I just love that how much that you enjoyed it. <laughs> See, it's great. And maybe it's because I had the preparation of like, I listened to the podcast before I did it and before I watched it. And then I was like, okay, so I know what I'm getting into. I had already, and actually I, I actually, I watched five nights at Freddy's. Then I watched that. And so I had already had a few beers going at that point. I think I was at the right level and I just had fun. Um, I, 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 it, Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. Uh, but like, it was fine. Like, I, I just I had fun with it. But at least you enjoyed it, and you had a movie that actually like had entertainment. Because there's times that I watch movies, and I'm like, I cannot get that time back. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I wasn't mad by the end of the movie. Oh. I was like, uh, trust me, because I'm about to get into some bad ones. Uh, but uh, the the the. I'm trying to balance out the good and the good and the bad. So now everyone's like, well, he just likes. He just hates everything. I know. I like I like good things and I like bad things too, like the Pope's Exorcist. But I feel like that's spoiler alert. I feel like that's how it's going to go for me because there was there. Well, the next one I did love, but the other ones are kind of just like mediocre or they're just like they're okay, but they didn't they didn't ignite that like that passion. Yeah, like oh, I gotta watch that again. That was so good. You know what? Because I, 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 I remember when I watched Creep Two. Remember? And I, I literally watched it as soon as I got done. You watched, watched it. Didn't you watch Creep and Creep 2 right back to back? No, I watched I watched Creep 2 because you told me how good it was. And I mm -hmm. watched Creep 2 and then literally got done. And I'm like, I'm watching it again. I oh, watched yeah. it I remember right that. after. So I, I, I want like a movie to invoke that feeling. And so I watched. Or did you want to keep talking about? I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, the last thing I'll say about the Pope's Exorcist. Uh, the only, my only complaint about the movie is that he is not the Pope's Exorcist, and the Pope in the whole movie, in in fact, does not need an exorcism. No, B misleading title, cool title, misleading the whole time. I was like, all right, wait, when's he gonna get? When's, when's he gonna? Go, <laughs> when are we? When are we going to see the Pope? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, it's not even the Pope. Yep. <laughs> so other than that you can go but that was my last was a very misleading title <laughs> i didn't even think about that but now you now you say it, it's like yeah that nothing happened yep nope not not a lot of pope in this movie <laughs> nope to the pope 
Um, hashtag no pope. Well, you know what? That might invoke different things. Don't hashtag no pope. That'll probably be weird and <laughs> a weird sector of Twitter we don't need to go into. Yeah, unless you put a unless you put a K in front of it, because then you might get into like the Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope. Yeah. Cat. For, and that might be a little bit more for Pope. Yes. User friendly. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of that, I just started rewatching Parks and Rec again, and I'm in my happy place because I'm the movie. Just movies. I just. They're not doing it for me, so I had to get back into something that you just something is, that gave me emotion and something that's comfy. Yes, and that's totally comfy. But I talked to you about this one, and I, I I didn't realize it was a cult classic. I had no idea that it was as big as it was, and I waited so goddamn long because no one talks about it. But I watched David Lynch's Eraserhead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, out of all the movies that I've watched in the Halloween time, has been my favorite. And it is the most obscure, crazy, off-the-wall, like, acid-trip-feeling movie you'll ever watch. And I fucking... I gave it five stars. I fucking loved it. It's still in my head. I still think about it. I still think about... I still hear the In Heaven song that the girl, the lady in the radiator sings. It's fucking amazing. So it's so crazy. I love that you loved it. Um, I know it's such a big cult classic movie. I I have to give it another shot because when I watched it, it was I was like such a film nerd growing up. Like I went and found all the cult movies I could find. And I remember that like that distinctive cover. I don't even know if you know what the cover of the movie with the, it's just, yeah, the hair. It's hair. And I'm like, what's the what is this? Yeah, so I saw that probably when I was like 13. And mm -hmm. I remember like literally like turning it off and like I don't I want to I wouldn't want to say I hated it, but I was like, I don't get it. And I think <laughs> I remember being like, I must be too young to get this. Like I just don't understand this yet. And maybe I will one day. And yeah. I never went back to it. So I and don't I, remember it. I totally get that because there was a point because I did I did partake in, you know, adult. Um, things beforehand. I I smoked before I watched it, which I think totally enhanced my viewing of it because I think if I watched it dead sober, I would have been like, the fuck? Actually, no, I think I really would have loved it still, but watching it high just added that like feeling the, the the feeling of uncomfortableness because it's it's so it's so awkward and there's scenes where you're just like what is happening? Like it goes from one thing and then it's quiet and it's focusing on someone's face. And then all of a sudden, like the mom's like, Oh, she's screaming and making noises and you're, and it's then it, it's so all over the place, but it's just beautifully done because you feel that sense of uncomfortableness. You feel that sense of uh, just every emotion evoked is just, it's done perfectly. And I don't know, David Lynch did, he wrote it, produced it, directed it, did the music for it. Like, it's fucking brilliant. I love it. Well, I, you've convinced me that I need to give this movie another watch. I'm scared uh, because I'm afraid you're going to watch it be like, Jordana, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, and it's possible that that's, I mean, that that is his first movie. Um, I, I would like, I, I mean, I, I don't really know. So here, David Lynch has made two of my favorite things ever mm -hmm. uh he he made uh twin peaks which i love i love twin peaks i'm a huge yeah. fan of the show um it in i can tell you factually based on what i remember and and with 
when I watch that and when I remember watching Eraserhead, I'm like, I don't see a lot of crossover here. Like maybe with a little bit of there's a little bit of randomness that happens in mm -hmm. Twin Peaks, but overall it is a narrative that has a beginning, middle, and end. Um Yes. I don't remember there being much of a narrative in, in Eraserhead as as more as it's just a compilation of insanity. And and that's I don't like that's the thing about it that I think that I love the most is because I I I had to stop it because I was falling asleep and I wanted to finish it. So I had 20 minutes left and I watched it with Greg and he's like, Are you fucking serious? I'm like, what? He's like, You watched Eraserhead without me? I'm like, I didn't know that you liked it. I didn't I don't know that this is a thing. Like I didn't realize that so many people liked it because I don't see it. I hardly see it on 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 our horror community platform. I don't ever see it on Instagram. It's it, it's kind of like I don't think it's really in the horror community. It's really more in like that, that like super nerdy, like film buff, you know, like, like, I mean, granted, which I used to be that type, you know, the people would be like, well, actually, you know, the, 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 the story narrative, right? And there's probably people losing their fucking the minds that they're it. like, you didn't get it. You dumb fucks. <laughs> so I'm saying all this stuff because it's the part where like he, like cuts the bandage on that thing baby and it's like the chicken at the dinner scene and it opens up and the thing's like screeching and then all this like sand looking like foam stuff comes up on the baby and it's like bah, bah. and I'm like what is what what does this mean and I'm saying to Greg, he's like, and finally I kept saying it he goes shut the fuck up it doesn't mean anything and I'm like <laughs> oh <laughs> I was like that's it clicked that's, and like that's my real that that's what I remember about the movie. None of it meant anything. And we got done. He's like, Jordana, you can't make sense of this because it it's not supposed to make sense. It's just like this this uh anxiety inducing movie that's just crazy. And you're not supposed there's no literal meaning of this movie. And I love that because I'm sure people are like, I'll figure it out. I know that this means something, and I don't <laughs> I truly don't think it means shit. I mean, there was a part of me that felt like it was uh, covering how someone would feel being a parent that doesn't want to be a parent. Not like that they, they don't want to, like they, you know, want nothing to do with it at all, but like had no idea it was happening, didn't plan for it, wasn't ready. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it has that tone in it, but I don't think that's what it was supposed to be. Again, 13 I, 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 I'm getting the impression that maybe I saw it at the perfect age. Cause I still like I, the, the way you, you said your husband described it as <laughs> nothing means anything. Like that's yeah. kind of what I remember about it. That's all I really remember about it. And I kind of like that you can watch it and I can take it in one way. You could come out and be like, Oh, it had to do with, I feel like this is what it had to do with. <laughs> and it has all these different like opinions and none of it. Like there's, there's an actual scene, Sam, where the girls like, like they, they have the, she, he finds out that they're going to have the baby. So he's like, do you want to move in with me? So she moves into this like little apartment and the baby's crying continuously. And she's like, I'm leaving. So she goes to leave. And there's a scene where like, she's getting, you don't know that she's getting her suitcase, but she's at the end of the bed and she's like doing like this movement and making noise and you're watching it and it's doing it for like two minutes straight. And she's like crying and she's like, ah, and, and it's doing that. And then she finally like pulls the suitcase out, suitcase out and walks away. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what did I just watch for two minutes? And I thought I was like, 
supreme. I mean, I was supremely high, but it just, it made me, I don't know. It was just crazy. <laughs> I loved it. I, <laughs> I still I, do. I'm going to have to give it another go. Uh, and I will have to retouch on it and see if, 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 if my, you know, brain has is ready for it because and this is i like david lynch so i'm hoping i because i've liked a lot of his other stuff like i said i love yeah. twin peaks um a lost highway is pretty good um i know he doesn't like it but uh his ver version of the dune movie is probably my favorite sci-fi movie ever made mm -hmm. um so uh, but i feel like every movie he's made besides Eraserhead is oftentimes, yes, a little, it, it, he loves surrealism and shit. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Film nerds. I know what I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> uh, he loves like that, that, that style, but like they oftentimes, I don't know, like have a story and like, a you premise can, and like, yes. And like, even if they're a little kind of wacky, you're like, okay, I, I I'm, I'm following along. I get it. Like a little bit. Like, it's crazy. It's like, there's a sex scene in it. That's just like, it's just, it's so ridiculous, but it like in cap. I don't know. It's just, I, I need to, I need to make sure that I'm not crazy. And you know what though? Even if everyone in the world was like, I hated it, I still give it five stars and I love it. I mean, so. a lot of people love it. So it's, it's, I think it's, just, it's one of those movies that you're probably either going to love or you're going to hate, um, or you're going to be like me and still like scratching your head, you know, 20 years later. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I really want you to watch it because I do want to talk about it. I, I will definitely put, I will dev, give that a watch. Uh, that is for sure going to be on the list. I'm sure it's free on Tubi. So. <laughs> I'm you sure know? it's free on Tubi. I can't believe I haven't like I I, I found it on whatever. I'm not gonna say where, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I think you're okay for I. I don't think anybody's coming for you for for fucking eraser. <laughs> but the thing the thing that because I it wasn't like it was on my watch list, and when I turned it on, I saw it and I'm like, oh, I I know I've seen it before, and I've seen it like. A little bit on instagram so might as well watch it and i turned it on and i was just and greg was like why why eraserhead i'm like i don't know it was the second movie that was up on there <laughs> I, just, I decided to watch it and the machine like, told oh. me to watch it so i watched it <laughs> machine was sending me signals so. <laughs> um okay well i don't have well i did have one that i love just as much as that but i'm gonna Let's save that for a minute. Uh, let me just knock off my 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 religious horror that I watched. Oh, uh, and I know you've seen this, and I think we're gonna differ here a little bit. Um, so I watched The Nun Two, mm -hmm. and let me rephrase that: I watched the first hour of The Nun Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hated it. Ah, uh, I feel like there. I feel like the nun franchise is just a no go for me. But for whatever reason, I didn't mind this one because I felt like, how do I say it? There was more going on. I don't even remember the first one that well, so I can't even really go off of what I'm saying. But I felt like there was a little bit more. I didn't. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm I'm trying to process my own thoughts because I don't remember the first one either, other than the two main characters well and i guess the uh fucking demon but like so yeah <laughs> and that's it's so shitty because valak is like has the potential to be such a good horror villain because she's terrifying like the conjuring 2 was take that and make that into a movie and the nun sucked 
And this one I thought was a little bit better, not by a lot, but I, I think this would be like number nine on my list if I had it, to. It's right. I mean, the nun is, I, I truly disliked it, but it's the same reasons I disliked the nun that I, I disliked this one. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, except I think it amplified because it's like, they literally just gave me a second dosing. Like, okay, I didn't really connect or give a shit about any of the characters from the first movie. So what are we doing? Bring them all fucking back. Okay, cool. Yeah. So now I get, I don't know his name. We'll call him Petey, the fucking peasant. I don't know what his fucking name is. Yes. He gets a job working at the school. And then Vera Flaminga's sister there, who she's great. I like her in yeah. as an actress. She's wonderful in American Horror Story, uh, the season one. Um, but like, I and you know what? it opened at first opening scene. I was like, oh shit, okay, they they cracked the code, you know. And spoiler alerts for this piece of shit movie. Uh <laughs> like it opens with like a priest being like levitated in the air and a uh, lit on fire. And I was like, we're fucking in. Yep. And then 45 minutes goes by and nothing happens. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and not only does nothing happen, like I mean. I can't stand like, like, okay, I have nothing wrong with a period piece movie, but what drives me insane is a movie that is like in place of things actually happening. They just have conversations, but every conversation takes twice as long as a normal conversation does because they all have to speak in a, in a more proper and prim way so that we elongate our conversations with bigger words and larger voc and, and a larger vocabulary. And it's like, I, I, you're just saying the same sh unimportant, boring shit, but you're taking twice as long to say it. <laughs> and all of this religious allegories that are just being like thrown around to a point where I'm like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, a, a good percentage of the film, like a good 20 minutes is like, it's like living at Harry Potter without the magic. Like it's all these girls running around the school and playing pranks on the, on the teacher and putting bugs in her hair. And, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. They had so much potential though, to have those little asshole bitch ass girls that were nasty to the characters to have their asses handed to them by Valak in a, in a fucking scary way. And did it happen? No, no the one girl cries. Yeah. And I'm like, you, you that's where you, I don't understand where someone made this movie and was like, that's a great idea is to have these little assholes, these little bitch bullies run around and we're just going to make one cry. No, you should have killed them. I'm I, sorry. Like, I, again, here, here's Jordana, the, <laughs> the child killer. <laughs> like if you wanted to ante up from the first one and make a sequel decent, you should have at least, like cut them or like broke their nose or did something, but they did nothing. I would argue just do anything. I mean, anything. The, yeah. Cause then we, we cut from the, 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 the most boring version of Hogwarts I've ever seen to <laughs> fucking like, okay, now we're on a planes, trains and automobile situation. And her and the other nun are going on a train ride that lasts like 15 fucking minutes. And they have conversations that in no way relate to the rest of the story. Like I, when I tell you, I fucking hated this movie. Like I watched close to an hour. I was like probably 54 minutes into it. And I yeah. pressed and I watched it on HBO. Cause fuck, I'm not giving this my money. I pressed <laughs> pause and I will say it. I think it said I had like around 26 minutes left in the movie. And I said, 
No, I fucking don't. And I said, no, I said, I've given you 54 minutes of my life. I am not giving you 26 more because I don't care. This is the most boring shit I've ever seen. And the fact that this got made and the fucking the the thin man got or the crooked man got fucking scrapped pisses me off because I think the crooked man would be so much more fun than this piece of shit was. A thousand percent. And that's why I don't understand why they're not capitalizing more on this conjuring universe where they're taking these villains and making actual scary movies when you gave us like accumulatively like a good 25 minutes in each movie or like 15. You know what I mean? Like they they knocked it out in in two and was the was the crooked man. He was in two, right? He's two. Yeah, he he was in yeah two with the, the, the tent. He's yeah, only he, in like one scene, but everybody but remembers that fucking scene. When he walks up and he like get, his shadow gets bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like if they made a movie based on him and actually made it scary, do it up. But like, I, I just, I don't see how they can have something as iconic as Valak in Conjuring 2 for fucking 10 minutes and don't, they don't know what to do with it. I, it's, it's a waste. And I, I hate to be like speculative, but I have to imagine, I think this is why. I think this movie was cheap as fuck to make because mm-hmm. literally, I mean, yes, it is a period piece, but largely the movie, you know what you rent out what a fucking, you know, a, a, an old castle or old building or whatever, which they have, you know, they're just fucking littered around Europe. Who fucking knows? Go find yeah, one. You know, you go find one of those. You, you, I'm not, I know I'm being like facetious about it, but like you obviously can do that for Hollywood. So yeah. you rent that out. Other than that, you stick everybody in bland, boring outfits like that are all just, you know, that cost nothing and largely nothing's actually happening because most of the film is just taken up by unimportant dialogue. Like this movie probably cost them barely anything to actually make. And then it because the the conjuring will no matter what they fart out of the conjuring universe, it's going to make people want to go see it and it's going to make a fuck ton of money. That's what because, I think. Like I- one and two were done so goddamn well. Three, eh. but like, and and it, again, they had such amazing characters out of the movie. I don't know how they can't just deliver, and it, it baffles me. But again, I'm cutting my losses with the nun because I don't remember the nun. Greg loved the nun; thought it was fantastic. Uh, his family and him loved the nun. I thought it was more entertaining just to watch because there was the priest lit on fire, and then there was like the there was something else that happened like in the middle. And I was just like, okay, like we had, we were drinking. I'll, I'll sit and watch. I, I think I ate an edible too. I'm like, this, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like in hindsight, it wasn't really that great. No, is this, I bought this. I was truthfully, I mean, of everything I watched, it was the thing that, I mean, it's the only thing I didn't finish. So, I mean, that, that says it there. And I only had, I had, I had 26 minutes left. I had, I had less than a fucking episode of the office and I couldn't get through it. So yeah, I, I was done. That says a lot. <laughs> anyway, that's my, 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 that's my big old gripe, uh, of the, of the Halloween watch. Uh, what, what, what do you got, Jordan? What else have you, were you watching? So I have two more to talk about and I'll save one. Cause I don't know, actually, so I'll go in with this one cause I, we haven't talked about it and I don't know if you've seen it, but I did watch When Evil Lurks. I have two to talk about as well, so that lines up perfect. Um, Evil Lurks. Uh, yes, and I've seen a lot of chatter about this, but I, I, I've i yet to ascertain if people liked it or not, so I'm curious to hear what, you, what you're saying. So for me, so Terrified, 
on Shudder. You loved that one. I loved that one. I thought that one was like chef's kiss and I was so pissed that I slept on it for so long because it was I another movie that I actually screamed like Greg was upstairs in the bathroom and I fucking screamed and he's like what I'm like ah like you gotta see this part again <laughs> or yeah, you have to see this part it was so good but so the hype around this one I'm like oh fuck yes it's gonna be dark it's gonna be you know the jump scares I'm not saying it it, it didn't deliver but I, I felt like there was a lot that dragged on. Now, did you see this? No, no. Okay. This is I haven't really watched, with the exception of the Joe Bob Halloween's uh, Hoot Nanny watch along. I didn't. I haven't really been watching anything on Shutter lately. Okay, so I won't say too much. But no, go right ahead. Well, uh, there's, there's. If you do watch it. Did you read spoilers? Did you like hear about stuff that happened? I don't even know what the premise is. The only thing I have seen is the still image of the girl, which I think is the cover of the movie with the girl holding the, I think it's a girl holding yes. the ax, like at her own head. Yes. Um, and then, yes. Feel free. I, this is not a movie that I was like, I need to dig in. And if the audience doesn't want to hear about it, eh, skip ahead a couple minutes. So I won't say too much because there, there is like a scene that I like, Got, like sat up off the couch and I was like what and then it like continued on and for the everyone listening that has seen it you know exactly what scene I'm talking about um and it carried on for like a good two minutes afterwards and I was like holy shit like they went there which I give them credit to and there was a lot of other like imagery pieces that I really enjoyed um that were like really dark like for instance <laughs> and again and I say this and I'm just kidding because I'm not an advocate for killing children like i i have a child i love her there's a theme this episode <laughs> uh of what you're you, oh we know what you're into all right you sicko the, <laughs> the fact that they go there with these i mean this guy he did it in, in terrified i mean there's a, a dead kid at the table i am i've yet to see the movie but i am familiar with that scene like you, you know you see the still of him but there is a scene where like the guy is looking for this because it's it's a possession movie and it's it's not like your conventional possession movie. It's like the the spirit travels to different bodies actively. So it's not okay. like it's in one person the whole, like the whole movie. Then it jumps to someone as they're getting exercised out. It's like it's it moving from around. from one to the other. Okay. Yes. And there's really good body horror in it too, which I'm not like a big body horror person. Like that's not like top of my list. But there's a lot of like nastiness that adds to like the the darkness and the grittiness. It's just I feel like. I kind it kind of loses its steam towards the end and you're just kind of like let's let's wrap this up because you had really good momentum but now you're kind of fucking Isn't that the worst along. when you get to that point where you're like you were into it and then you're like all right man like you should have ended like 30 minutes ago like yeah and I think that he could have actually had like a real I mean there are people that said it's the best horror movie that they've seen this year five stars and I I get that because we really haven't gotten a lot of good content but um just the vis the the visuals of this woman walking down the street ripping the kid's brain like eating the kid's brains out of his fucking head I was like what <laughs> like that was that sounds was cool sounds pretty intense <laughs> it was a cool scene like not like but just because if you want to like give it that edge you have to take you know what I'm saying like I think this guy knows that if you want something to be not scandalous but to be talked about and to actually like deliver you have to kind of go outside of comfort zones and like the normal things you see in some horror movies. 
So I think that he took his took chances and some of them played out, but it just lost its steam towards the end. And uh, I mean, it was it was a good watch, but I don't know. But I didn't, oh. think, I didn't think it was groundbreaking like some people are saying. OK, well, I may still give it a shot. I mean, you got me with the whole brain, so I'm interested with that. <laughs> There's another part, uh, too, that you have to watch because you're, you'll be like, what? <laughs> like Greg woke up from being asleep to that part because I said it. And then he was like, the fuck? And then it kept going on. And then after that part was done, he was snoring again. So that's <laughs> <was> a lot. <laughs> he went back to bed and dreamt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Slept like yeah. a baby. <laughs> good but yeah that's that's uh, and i have what yes but we'll go to yours okay so speaking of shutter and joe bob's hoot and hanny or whatever the fuck it was um i watched two movies that were the first time watches uh so i'm gonna just demons 2 was movie one never saw it before <laughs> fun time liked it but I'm, that's not the one i'm talking about hmm. we got one you're gonna want to talk about demons 2 was good never saw it before not as good as demons 1 but it was fun i enjoyed it, it. Was, yes it was fun watching but second movie he watched uh, for his watch along was uh, All Hallows Eve, uh, which I had never seen before. And I have a, uh, as we discussed earlier, a um, shaky history with the Terrifier franchise. So I was like, fuck it. Let's go in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's go back to the origins. Although I guess technically there was a short film he made before this, but whatever. Yeah. And I saw it. And I saw it. <laughs> yep, and that's all he's gonna say about it. Is I saw it. So I saw it, and uh, I like Terrifier too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, oh, I didn't like it at all. Like, I, okay, I get that. So I let me rephrase, and I was able to watch it. Like, so at least it has that. I had it was better than the Nun too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just. Uh, I love anthology horror movies. I do. I think they're great. I think it's a great Halloween tradition to have a, like a, like I genuinely think that they should be an anthology movie that comes out every fucking year, whether it's high budget, low budget, whatever. They're just great ways to tell little fun stories. Preferably low budget. Yeah. Except none of that. This was horrendous. <laughs> and like, like from the first story, which I was like, okay, that bird lady thing was kind of cool looking i was like okay maybe and then i'm like really no resolution to this fucking story it just sort of ended i was like did you run out of money to film it or like you, I, you didn't have a cohesive idea so you're just like here it is and there there it is and that's and also so i did i had to research it and i'm not claiming that this is like the most vetted research but like i was googling while i was watching because i'm like what the fuck is this yeah from what it seems like is if i'm correct that first movie, I think Damien didn't direct that. I think that's like a buddy of his. That was his short film. And he like retooled it to be in his movie because like basically they didn't have enough money to make a feature length movie. So they took little movies and put them together. I think that's what happened. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but yeah. whatever. So there's that story, which I didn't give a shit about. Arts <laughs> art story was Okay, well, let me finish. And then there's the like the the through story, the babysitter with the kids. Mm -hmm. I also truthfully didn't give a shit about that. The alien story, though, whole my that's where I like things really turned for me. I was like, <laughs> wow, like I love that one. <laughs> I love it. I, <laughs> you are my friend, and I respect you, but oh my god, I was like, this is like un watchable <laughs> the alien was so ridiculous but i loved it because like 
that reminds me of like old alien movies that used to scare me. Like I used to get like visuals of like the older looking aliens that looked robotic and super fake. I don't know what it was when I was younger, but it scared the shit out of me. So to watch it, I was like, oh, I I, I don't know what it was. I just I liked it. I mean, and I'm glad you did. I, 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 from what I ascertained, it seems to be the one that has the mo- that even fans of the franchise. A lot of them are like that one. Not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And then there's Art's story. So this is theoretically this would be the first time you see Art because I don't I don't know if I don't know if this is the short story or the short film that he originally made. I'm assuming it is. I'm assuming he just took the short film that he originally made and just farted it in here. I would love to know that too because sidebar real quick because I want to just piece this into it. So my and I talked about them earlier. My two friends, uh, they're married, Christy and Sean. They're not like super horror people. Never have been, but they're exploring because of me. So they watched Terrifier, loved it. Loved, loved Terrifier too. But All Hallows Eve, like, oh, we were talking about it. Sean's like, okay, so there's an All Hallows Eve that he did. And there's another short film that was done, but it's not released. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay, that's it probably... 2011. Was that the date? Uh, well, I can pull it up real fast here because it's pretty much because I was I did all this when I was watching this the other night. And I, that's why I was cu- curious if this if this is the short film in there or not. But and um, I would love to know that answer, too. But I, I don't think I've ever seen the one that he's talking about. And I don't know, like, if it is that because then obviously I've seen it. But it's yes. part of All Hallows Eve. So Terrifier is, well, it's, so there is a Terrifier short film uh, for 2011. Um, whether or not that is the one in this movie, I don't fucking know. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. All Hallows Eve producer Jesse Baggett viewed the Terrifier short on YouTube, prompting to him to consider including it in an anthology film with shorts by other filmmakers. According according to Leon, I wasn't having that and talked him into letting me shoot everything. He was totally cool with it and allowed me to write more and use the two shorts I had already made to create a whole cohesive film. Damn. Now I wanna I wanna look that up on YouTube and see if I can find that because I I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've ever seen the short that he has done. Wait, wait. I'm reading it right here. While the Terrifier short serves as the film's third segment. So this it is the short film. It is the short film. Okay, and that's the girl with all the shit written on her. Yeah. And that whole, see, and I, when I watched it, I liked it because I thought just like him on the side of the road was super menacing and he's creepy. Uh, granted, like there wasn't the prosthetic, like there is his face is uh, it's just, it's simpler, but yeah, it's like more of like a man shape without the, the big prosthetic nose and the, the bony cheeks. Yes. Cause I remember in the beginning one too, he had the glowy eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like, I liked it. And I, I thought for like a low budget anthology, it wasn't bad. And I like I liked the ending <laughs> and here it goes with the fucking theme with the kids heads being cut off. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like that's ballsy. So, and here's the thing. I think art segment was the best. I can see why they were like, okay, there's something here. Let's delve into that more like i i enjoyed it uh up to a point like i liked the the chase like you know mm-hmm. for a low budget movie with him with you know running around with the gun and stuff like you know which just you know for this you know you don't often see like 
you know, Michael Myers never grabs a gun, you know, no. like, he, like he so, a lot of slashers with a gun yeah. other than Ghostface. Yeah. Other than Ghostface, who's kind of presented more as a man. Yeah. Um, but like, so I, I enjoyed that. The part where I was just like, ah, oh, you son of a bitch. You just couldn't have fucking left it alone. You could have just is as soon as we get to the part where she like locks the door in that i don't know gravel factory whatever the fuck she's in and like and like it starts cutting to like black and white like it looked like uh, and maybe i this is partly why I, after i watched this i watched the crow and i'm thinking now this maybe like sub in my brain did yeah. this They're, they started shooting like her but like it reminded me of the crow the like if you remember in the movie the crow if you've ever seen it every time you brandon lee is seeing what the bird scene it's like in black and white and it's all like like fucking but yeah yes. that, that style and now i'm starting to realize that movies have fucked me up more than i think because that somehow put that subliminally in my brain and i watched that after this movie um but like that was like from there on i was like oh are you kidding me and then when he like david blaine's himself through the earth and like rises i was like okay all right well all right and i was like and then i paused it and i was like okay well there's about nine minutes left i can do that and i finished it <laughs> well hey at least you finished this one like that makes me happy that you finished it but i don't know there's just something about it when i watched it the first time i'm like i like this and then i watched terrifier and i'm like okay i'm fucking sold on this guy like i I don't know what it is. I'm I'm a sucker for fucking. You're not the only one. There's. A, I think I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority. More people love Terrifier than hate it, and I love Terrifier too. Love it. Movie of the year that year. But yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I am. I do not think I am a Damien Leone fan. <laughs> I just want to know like what's gonna happen once he branches off from Terrifier. I want to see him do another standalone, and I want to see what he can do. That's all I'm going to say. I'm curious to see it, what he does. Mm -hmm. I'm also somewhat. I wouldn't be surprised if he turns out. To, and I, I say this very lovingly um, because I, I love this uh, filmmaker, but I feel like he could go like the Don Mancini route, which Don Mancini is basically the creator of Chucky. Mm -hmm. And other than the Blumhouse fuck up movie that they made, uh, he has made and directed every single one of them, uh, including every episode of the TV show. And like, that's just his legacy. He's like, this is me. I, I, I do Chucky. That's what I do. And I wouldn't be surprised if Damien Leone ends up in that sort of similar boat, which is not a bad thing. It's not, but I feel like he has such a range to do other stuff. Like he, I feel like he well, he's got to learn how to tell one story first, but that's where I think he needs to get like with someone like Mike Flanagan. And help him that, craft a story. <laughs> yes. And like learn and like have a uh, an editor that can cut it down to an hour and a half. Like give us, give us an hour and a half of quality of Terrifier 2 and give it like some cohesion. I think that he'll be in like Flint. You know what I mean? Like I think he'll, it'll be good, but I want to see him come up with another idea for like a horror movie. I want to see more practical effects used in like a creature feature or another. I, I'm I down know. for that. Can you do, can you literally knock out like multiple slashers? Like, can he come up with another slasher as iconic as Art the Clown? Like he could. That's so there, there, there's the question is, will you branch off and do something else? Or are you just going to stay on 
the gravy train, which I could see either. I could see him like, you know, collabing with other big directors and creators to do something different. And then I can also see Terrifier going on for two more movies. I I sus- I feel like based on things I've read and we've talked I, and he's he's been talking with Mike Flanagan, I think he's going to get at least one crack at something else. That's what I personally I think, so. think. And I hope I hope like I know there's there was that's the other controversy that I wanted to talk to you about. And I forgot to do it when we were doing our two things with Terrifier. But people like saying that he's begging to do Friday the 13th. He's not begging to do the Friday the 13th. He said he would love to do Friday the 13th and bring it back to like the 80s my like the 80s aesthetic or however he worded it and make it scary again okay if you if you are going to do that with an older franchise and revive it and actually make it like what people loved it to be I'm here for it because I think he could handle shit like that I think he could do not saying by himself but I well yeah no I'm with you. Do I still think he could do Jaws? Well, I just because of practice. I'm not like no one can do Jaws. Let's be real. No one should touch it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take a hard stance against. uh, (laughs) I don't think. Oh, Jordana. Oh man. Um, I'm with you on the Friday the Thirteenth. I think he could do it if he had a co-writer and maybe a producer to help guide him. I do not think that the man. The man doesn't know how to tell a story that is pretty basic yet successfully like a story. I don't know if he can tell a story that's like about, you know, like I think he would just be like, it's about the shark. And you're like, it's not really about the shark. It's about the feet, whatever. (laughs) The only reason I say that with him. I don't know why I gave him an accent, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, though, because it's totally how he would. I I went Russell Crowe on it. He gets it about the shark. uh. (laughs) <laughs> my god i want to do a voiceover of you like with russell crowe talking in your voiceover just for that but like the only reason i say it is because he loves jaws he like that's his favorite movie and he has that love for it like we do like that means a lot to him i think in the sense of he knows and he understands that movie that i think that he would do justice to like wanting a practical shark i don't think he would do cgi i think that all the effects of like the people getting eaten by the shark would be practical and i think that he could execute that and i think that he because he loves it so much could take notes from it and kind of i don't think he would be stupid enough to change it like and i'm not saying this to be mean because i don't I, i i know a lot of people like what rob zombie did to halloween but i think that he could have like a a a decent take on it and i all these people, which I didn't know were a thing, are wanting Rob Zombie to do Jaws. Fuck to the no. There's so many people that want Rob Zombie to do Jaws. And I'm like, if that if that day happens, I will never watch another movie in my life. I, I, I would like nobody to do it, but I would specifically, truthfully, like neither of them to do it. <laughs> like I know. It's, it's, it's a super hot take, but I just think like with his effects and the way that he has brought like this whatever to horror, I think maybe over time, if he was a little bit more seasoned and he could deliver cohesiveness and maybe be a little bit more seasoned in it. I think that he, but again, I don't want anyone to touch jaws, but yeah, 
it's gonna happen. It's eventually I, gonna happen. I well, I don't know. We'll. See. I think Spielberg as soon as Spielberg dies, <laughs> and that's horrible to say because I don't. No one wants that. But I think as soon as Spielberg is is rest R.I.P., they're going to be biting at the chops to get that movie. Yeah, I could see that. I just. As I've gone through, I Jaws is my all-time favorite movie as well. So me and Damien have that in common. And I'm not here to be particularly uh, mean about it. I mean, I doubt he'll ever hear this. But um, <laughs> I just, I have yet to see, I now believe I've seen every movie he's ever made. And I've yet to see a single story like a single beginning middle and end story that actually makes sense and is cohesive and answers the questions and i've never seen him have any movie that has any sort of subtlety to it and like i just i don't i think i think he's a long way away from directing jaws i'll say that <laughs> uh but yes i saw all hollows eve i i always had wanted to see it because i knew uh it would complete my my, my my knowledge now i can say i've seen everything that art has ever done and um i guess i'm I, i'm a big fan of one of those things but i am hoping that going forward and i have a feeling in my gut that going forward i think me and art are going to be buddies going forward i i feel like he, he he whether or not they make any goddamn sense i think he's cracked the code at least to make a fun movie i think I love that shot of him looking up and smiling in that Santa costume. Like, and then when he's sitting there eating his cookie and then he takes his glass and he just tings. I, <laughs> that I had such a fucking huge toothy smile and I'm like, <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait. All right, Jordana, you said you had, you had one more. What, what else did you watch? Last one. And we won't discuss this one too much because. You and I talked about it a little bit, but I watched uh, Hell House Origins. Mm, I also watched it. Yes. And I think that it had potential um, to be super scary. And oddly enough, there's like weird CGI corny ass jump scares in some parts where I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Because you literally had a movie with like different shots of a clown being moved around that scared the shit out of people to make it to uh, a point where it's like, people say it's their favorite found footage. And then you, you backtrack and you put shitty CGI scares in it. Like, I don't know that kind of annoyed. I mean, it did kind of, it annoyed me, but the parts that were actually like, crafted and built up to be scary delivered so i don't know i'm I'm in the middle because i thought it was good but i didn't think i still think hell house the first one was the best one and so this is i've only seen the first one which i yeah. saw years ago i don't know when the fuck that movie even came out now um hated it <laughs> and i it just did i didn't like it uh and i never watched another one and then i said i'll give this one a go and it was watchable. I, I mean, I was able to watch it through, but I'm with you. I, I, I don't have anything to really compare it to because I didn't see the others, but it just felt. I don't know. But OK, I think the biggest thing for me is and I've realized this, this movie did give me some clarity and I told you this on our live, but we'll say it here yeah. for the episode is. 
when you make a documentary style horror movie or a found footage style horror movie, I'm going to be more critical. I feel like I'm inherently going to be more critical that the characters act real. Um, Meaning you're trying, obviously when I'm watching a regular movie, I, you know, it's presented to me as a regular movie. I can go suspension of disbelief. That's, you know, whatever characters do something goofy. This is trying to sell it as it's real. Yes. And when the characters act fucking stupid or do things that don't, logically makes sense. Like I said, the one that immediately I was like, oh, so they just don't give a shit. It was like in the first 15 minutes of the movie, they're stealing something from a store and the girl like puts the camera down so that both of them can be on film stealing this thing. And I'm like, have you guys ever, have you ever shoplifted a candy bar when you were a kid or something? Like, what are you fucking doing? (laughs) And it's to that point where you're like, and even if you're trying to act like people now where they document everything in their life, it's still fucking stupid because you're in the situation where you already know the circumstances of what's going on and what brought you to this place. Mm -hmm. So like, you want to like, I don't know. I, this, when that happened, I was like, ugh, and I had an eye roll. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then what else? Just like even the conversations between the brother and the girlfriend where they're like, if you, you know, if you were to, to tap out, I'd support you. If you're that fucking worried about it, I, my, I'd be like, you can stay. I'm not being mean, but like, if it was, even if it was Greg, I'd be like, if you want to stay and have whatever the fuck happen, be my guest. I'm going to go home and I'll wait for you there. Like, yeah, I'd be gonzo. That's exact. Exactly. So that shit kind because when you watch Hell House, there are parts where you like, like the interviewer or like not the interviewer, the, the one dude, like the news guy, he seemed like super real. Like there's those movies where, uh, oh my God, what was that one? Horror in the High Desert. What? Um, I've never no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I thought you watched that one. It was horror um, on the high desert. It, horror in the high desert. Um, it was on Tubi, and it had like a sequel that just came out that was really big. I thought that you saw it. Absolutely um, not. I've never heard those words, and I mean, I've heard those words, but never in that order before. <laughs> let me see if I'm horror in. The, yes, horror in the high desert, and it's a it's a found footage. And Greg and I were watching it, and he's like, "Is this real?" And I had no idea. I'm like, yeah, like you didn't hear about this. And he's like, no. And the whole time, like he thought it was real because it was that good. And then the ending is so fucking creepy and super scary. And then after that happened, I saw him grab his phone. I'm like, fuck. And he's like, this isn't real. (laughs) I I had you. I had you like 95% of the time. And at least it was during the good parts. But like, that's how you do found footage. Yeah, and you, you've got to be able to believe what you're seeing, even though you know it's fucking bullshit. But you just you got to let yourself believe it. Exactly. So for them to like to fill it in with this like nonsense that had really was any part of the first one for me because I loved it. I'm like this is this is not stupid, but I there was a lot of times I felt myself like tapping out because um like found or final final footage. It's a found footage account, and he today he posted the August Underground uh, movies. I don't know if you've ever heard of those ones. I've heard of it. No. Okay. Um, back to Hell House. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like, just, like, there's so many, like, realistic found footage movies. And like I was saying, the August Underground, he posted stills of it today. And I'm like, I can't, I won't, I read the synopsis on Wikipedia. I can't watch that shit because 
that's too much. That's not like super. That's like the shit that actually happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the type of shit that would happen and can happen. And uh, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't watch the super realistic horror movies like that. I can. It depends how it's presented. Like I just, what's the one? And I know people like it, but I just saw a clip of it. And then I read the synopsis and I was like, Nope, not for me. Uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. I was like, no, I was like, I'm good. This, this looks like snuff movies. I'm good on that. I started it. And then I was like, it was like, it touched on like a child abduction now. Yeah. Okay. You can have all Hallows Eve where they're watching the tape and they get their heads cut off. Like, you know, that's whatever. But because it's so, it's along the lines of everything else that wasn't real. Is he okay? Yeah, he's just, he's just, he's fixing himself. (laughs) (laughs) But then you have, so just like, that's my point. It's like, then you have these movies where they're super hyper realistic, almost snuff like, almost like, what's the purpose of these movies? Like, what, what, what are we trying, what are we doing here? And I just, I don't know. I like the more supernatural, haunted, found footage types well, that yeah. are realistic compared to like that realm. Uh, like uh, almost sometimes feels like a masturbatory, like, Oh, I want to see what it would look like if I could actually do this. Like, yeah, like Megan is missing. Yeah. Now that being said for hell house, whatever this one was called, uh, I, I just had two things that uh, besides the, the fakeness just drove me insane was, you know, and spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, but uh, like 25 minutes into the movie, the brother uh, gets definitive proof on film that there are ghosts in the house. And yet they're like, we still need to hang out. And I'm like, why yeah. you, 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 you have what you came for on film right there. That fucking girl with the mask and the creepy hand. That part scared the fucking shit out of me. Cause I'm like yeah. looking, I'm like, what is that? And I see the hand come out. And then when she came to the side, I was like, ah, like, that it's perfect that's the type of shit that's great and then there's a great scene i will say i like the scene where the girl where it's like they're following her like in the in the room and at one point the camera just pans by and just ever so briefly i actually missed it the first time uh deanna had to tell me she's like you know you missed a dead girl right and it's like where there's a dead girl laying in the bed but you you just see it in the background and Mm -hmm. like i didn't I, i literally like i you know, blinked and I would have missed it. But I'm like, that shit's cool. Yes, because they did that a lot in one and two, where like you're walking through the haunt, the house, or you're walking through the hotel and you go past something and you see the person there and you're like, because that's the type of shit that you do in real life when you're at home by yourself. You're walking down the hall or you're, you know, going into your bedroom and you're like, wait, did I just see something? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, at the corner of your eye. Yep. And then you look back and then you stare for a second. You're like, is someone fuck you know what i mean like it's that that play that's why i love i loved hell house and i loved how they did that but there's just so so many times in this one that was ruined by uh generic jump scares it just kind of like it felt like fillers like why aren't you taking the time to build up something scary like that like that scene or the the hallway scene but and you're right too about having proof fucking leave you you did your job go which also, like, I just feel like someone needed to go over that script one more time because the first 10 or 15 minutes of the movie, including the documentary portion where they have the two, like, whatever the fuck they are, like, yeah. 
they are they identify her openly. They're like, oh, she's she's here to crack the cold case and solve the cold case, and she's here to solve the case. And I was like, oh, okay, so she's a and she even talks about it. And she, I'm like, okay, so for the first 15 minutes, I'm like, oh, she's so her thing is she like goes to like unsolved murders and she solves the murders. Yeah. And then at the 20 minute mark, she's like, she's like, we might actually have a haunting. We've been looking for this forever. And I'm like, are you a haunt? Are, are you a haunt? Look, are you a haunter or are you a, 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 a cold case person? Because you, you, you know, it's just like, how did you fuck that up? Like, like just make mm-hmm. it consistent. Just say she hunts ghosts. She goes to places and hunts ghosts. Nope. She solves murders. Oh, she just happens to be a ghost hunter on the side, I guess. And then like the girlfriend, remember, she was like, this is the last time I'm going with you. It's like, if you haven't found a ghost after as many times as it's putting you to, you're saying I'm not going anymore. Mm-hmm. Then like, give it up. Like, yeah. like what the fuck are you doing? And when like, you finally do get the ghost footage, leave. <laughs> Just perfect, like Grave Encounters. Remember how he had like the series, the movie Grave Encounters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go there. At least it's cohesive that he actually does this stuff. And yeah, it was fake, but at least it's like something that was cohesive. This yes. one, you had it, no answers. It made sense. Yes. So I'm with it. Just those are like some of the inconsistencies that just drove me fucking nuts with the movie. And then I'll also say that anytime they did a flashback, my you might as well have just painted over my eyeballs. I was like, I just I don't care. I don't. I know all these characters are dead and I don't care about any of them. (laughs) And that's the thing, too, because like the Abaddon and the Carmichael, I I I get what they were trying to do there, but it just seemed like it didn't match for me. It just like bring it back to the Abaddon Hotel, or just why you're why are you introducing the Carmichael? You know what I mean? Like it was just I don't know, and it's disappointing because that was like one of my highly anticipated movies this year, and it kind of fell just, flat for me. And that's that's how it's just like even with Saw X, I won't we won't talk about that, but I fell asleep during it because it was so boring in the beginning, and I felt like it was like so I don't know, just so weird to me. It it, it didn't seem like a Saw movie in the beginning. And then I, I fell asleep and everyone's like, you should have watched the end. I'm like, I didn't care. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> tapped out. Now that one we'll have to meet on. Uh, Cause I've yet to see it, but that is one I definitely am good. I want to see. So I, I will keep spoilers on for that one. Yes. I won't say much about it because I fell asleep. So I'll finish it and then we can talk about it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got. Um, okay. So I have one last movie that I watched. Uh, it is a horror movie question mark uh it is wild and i'm giving it the build-up and the lead-up that it deserves i've heard about this movie for fucking years and i finally saw it it was by far the most fun i had of any movie i watched this halloween this october god knows maybe this fucking decade i don't know um oh boy so the movie is called Birdemic Shock and Terror. <laughs> have you it. no, I haven't. Oh. <laughs> so Wait. is that what you were talking about where it said if you like Birdemic, you should watch, and then it was like a Serbian film underneath it? No, it, oh it, damn it. It's so Birdemic. Whoo! I, I pulled a clip to show you. Um so one of my all-time favorite movies, and I genuinely mean this, like I, I I love this movie. I've watched it probably like 15 times. I own a copy signed by Tommy Wiseau. Uh, I, I love The Room. And yes. up until this October, 
I thought that The Room was the most fascinating bad movie I've ever seen. Holy shit. Then Birdemic comes out of nowhere. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's about birds killing people. They don't show up for 40 fucking minutes. And it's <laughs> and you would think that would be a drag, right? No, no. These characters are so alien and the dialogue is fucking nuts. I was watching. Deanna does not watch most of these movies with me. And she caught what I was watching. And she was like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> like, and then. And I told her, and then she's like, you know, I think she was reading on her phone or something. At a certain point, though, the insanity had become too much. And she, like, put her phone down and watched it with me. <laughs> and she's like, this isn't, and we laughed our asses off. Okay, I'm going to show you a scene of, of Birdemic. Because this is the special effects we're dealing with. And this movie is not just, this is not just a bad special effects movie. This movie is an amazing testament to an alien writing English language, but I just want to show you that what we're working with here with special effects. Okay. I'm excited. And oh, scared. it's, it's oh, you're going to be terrified. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. This is birdemic shock and terror. Oh my God. And here they come. <laughs> I don't know is if you that, can hear this or not. Is that for fucking real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! It is wonderful. Do people die in this movie? Oh, all yes, absolutely. Uh, they die. There's with uh, such ease that I, I couldn't even begin to describe. One girl dies because she goes to take a poop. Uh, um, what is this on? Oh, it's on Tubi. Oh, okay. it's absolutely on Tubi. Uh, and I think on YouTube in its entirety. <laughs> um, well, I might have to watch wonderful. that after this. So I've done so much research on this movie. Um, <laughs> the This is, and this is what makes movies like The Room great. Mm -hmm. anybody can make a bad movie on purpose. Yes. What is truly makes these movies great is when a psychopath does not realize they're making a bad movie. Yes. This movie he legitimately thought was good and he thought it was going to be it. it the whole thing is like an, an anti-global warming fucking message. Uh, trust me, that's not giving anything away. It's about as thinly veiled as can be. Oh my God. It's like, it's just, mm, 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 uh. I, I couldn't get enough of it. There's two others that he made. Um, I have yet to watch the Birdemic two. And I can't remember what they're called, but they have terrible names. Um, but I can't imagine. I, from, from what I've heard is that he might be, he's more in on the joke on two and three. So they're not as good, but oh, yeah. watch one. It's so great. Please I, watch it. Please. I'm, I'm going to like, I, as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to take my little, my, my, my friend and I'm going to go and enjoy that. And then I'm going to go sit and watch that. That I think you will have a great time. I'm so excited. Oh, 
I've been <laughs> holding that one in for a while. Um, just feels good to get the birdemic off my chest. That is uh, so horrible, but amazing at the same time. Yeah, it's it's one of those like in just the dialogue is in. There's so many crazy things going on in the movie that are not explained. There's a like they rent out like an Applebee's and they have a concert for just two people and they they must have paid for the song. I want it to be my ringtone. Uh, <laughs> it's just a, it's one guy and it's him just going over and over again for like five minutes. It's hanging out, hanging out, hanging out with my family over and over again. And it, it's it's wonderful. So I just would you, I, oh, would you rather go see that guy in concert or would you rather go see the band and Driller Killer? Oh, a one million percent. I would rather go see the Birdemic Band because that is a. It was a. It was a. It was a song, and it was catchy. Yeah. All right. Well, I could go on and on and on and on, and I probably will at some other point in a future episode about Birdemic, possibly two or three. Um, but I, I feel like we have cracked. Uh, we really were able to to flush our systems of all the movies we were not able to talk about over the last like month. What? what yes. do, I think we did good with that. This is our horror IV of replenishment because we got all the toxins out from our Halloween hangover. And we got to discuss it. So I think that we should do a Birdemic episode watching one, two, and three. <laughs> Tell me how you feel after you watch one. See if you can get through it. I don't know if it was just, maybe it's a me thing, you know, but like, uh, whoo, I would absolutely do another episode on it. I think, I think that you and I are in the same realm of loving movies like that. So I am, am most certainly going to check it out. So. All right. Well, uh, I think that's going to bring us to an end then, right? Yes, sir. It okay. was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And we will see you next week. Like, great, subscribe, share, do all that fun stuff. Don't tell Damien Leone anything that I said. Uh, oh, we, we need Damien needs to come on so we can ask him the probing questions. What the fuck is this? What does I don't this think, mean? I don't think he would want to. I don't. I, I feel like Damien would be like. He'd probably like you. I'll lure him <laughs> in. I'll be like, uh, like, like uh, David said when I got to talk to him. As soon as I came on, he was like, "Damien would love that. Damien would love that poster. He loves Jaws." I'm like, oh, "Okay, things <laughs> made." So, all right. Well, I think we will say good night. Good night. Bye bye. Bye.